What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Wednesday's Facts Over Feelings live stream where we kick them facts. And we don't give up about your feelings. We got a great show for you today lined up. Do me a favor, hit the like button when you get in here. We're going to give you the two keys. Actually, we have a doctor. We have a doctor here that are going to give you the two keys. Yeah, the two keys of making love, marriage, and romance work. Are you ready? Are you ready? Y'all ready for this? This is going to be great because a lot of people will find out why they cannot fall in love. All right? Why they cannot fall in love. So this is going to be a great show. We got Straggle and Snickle Theater. Of course, we got Doom and Gloom CGA. And we also have, what else do we have here on the show? All right. Oh, we have a father arresting his daughter. All right. For DUI, a father who's a police officer, Popo, having to arrest his daughter. But you in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, new, 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 new a.k.a. Mr. Cochellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Radamus. And you're in the Desert Storm bunker with AWF, every woman's fantasy. And we are also in here. With CGAC God Allah and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. Indeed, yes. New, 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 new world order. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about witchcraft. I see people asking that. Tomorrow, I got, I got some, you know, that's going to be a highly researched topic. And I didn't have time this afternoon for one reason or the other. But, uh, yes, we're going to have to get dive in deep in my larger audience is normally in the morning show. So I want to make sure I attract the larger audience. The evening show gets maybe 30%, 20% less viewers. So I want to get that morning audience. I want to get you. I want to get you right when you wake up or you're in the East Coast in the middle of the afternoon about to take your lunch break. And I want y'all to hear about it. More women watch the morning show. So I want those women to hear about that Wicca, that witchcraft in here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway... To contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the notorious CGL on the cash app. Vimo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And it's pinned to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the notorious new, 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 new world CGA order. channel. You can super chat on the notorious CGA channel. Um, Let's get busy in here. What do we got here? We don't got any earlier contributors because, listen, I'm kicking the show off quick. I got to get back and get into my research tonight. Well, I'm going to be researching something else, but uh, I got to get into some other research too. All right, but uh, shout out to our brother, Wise One. He says, Coach, currently trying to become an expat. He says, I'm working on my online business and researching where to move. The American dream is dead. And the writing is on the wall. He says, better to be 10 years earlier than one day late. Indeed, indeed. We don't ever want to be on the late train. All right, we don't definitely want to be on the late train. So you want to be ahead of the game and do your research. And I don't, I'm not sure who your, what your race is or anything like that, but uh, certain races have certain better experiences being ex expatriates. And I've been researching myself. All right, I'm always, you know what I mean? I'm like the, I'm like the, um, I'm like your county. I, I'm researching years ahead, all right, just in case I need to make that move. And sometimes I need to make that move fast. Jay Flo says, Coach, we got a name for the snake. All right, shout out to you, Coach Gang. Well, pause, first of all. But no, yes, do we have a name for the snake? Uh, We're going to have to name the snake. <laughs> right. You have to name the snake. 
Uh, ladies, you have any name for the snakes? All right, ladies not here yet. They not here. It's too early. But let's jump into the show real quick, and we're going to go full. We're about to go full doom and gloom. So let's go. All right, we're going full doom and gloom here. This is going to be a gloomy one, just so you guys know, but it is time, definitely time to catch a wake-up call. My man said he's a black man. Uh, yeah, man, lots of good places for black men to go. So um, I've been researching it, but I'm not going to announce it now. I got to do the show. Uh, doom and gloom, CGA. Let's talk about this. Uh, AI is, def- again, 10 years ahead. What is AI going to be doing if you're a normie, a knuckle-dragger, if you're something like, you know what I'm, an oxygen thief, a ham and egger, and you work a normie job, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, barista, you know, these ninjas don't see it coming. This is a guy that put out a video. Companies are using AI to track their employees. Oh, hell no. Never, not I, ninja. Hey, whatever I got to do to uh, avoid this shit, oh. Let's go ahead and listen to the video. Freaking out because companies may start using AI to analyze how productive their employees are. Let me show you. Here's an example of the technology being used in a coffee shop. So it looks like here you can see how many cups each employee has made during their shift. And of course, everyone's favorite in the video is Olga here. Olga doesn't give a f- She's only made three cups all day. Let me pause the video right there. Now, he's talking about the productivity of the employee. And what I, one of the blue chips that I gave you is that you guys are always being monitored. We're always being monitored and what we're doing and then the data is being interpreted and then passed on to companies so they can understand what the consumer does. So every day you wake up, it's monitored. Your Apple phone's monitoring you if you have an Apple phone or if you have a Google Plus phone or whatever they call them, Samsung. And then it talks about some people wear Apple watches and then they're monitoring how much data, uh, how many steps you take what your heartbeat is, and all of this stuff most of the time is sent back because you click the share analytic button. Now, my opinion is it don't matter if you click it or not. They still using it. Now, then you talk about your ring doorbell, your security, you're being monitored. Then you get into your car, your car is monitoring you. How much time you spend in traffic, so forth and so on. How much you drive, how fast you are driving. It can determine all of that data. Then when you get in work and you get your little key card, beep, all right, you get in there and they check, dude, you're constantly being monitored and the data is being sent back to somewhere to determine the patterns of human behavior. But this I find a little interesting because what he pointed out was the productivity of the employee, but also it was tracking how long customers were sitting at the uh, sitting at the Starbucks. All right, so uh, you didn't see that. Maybe if it comes back around, I'll pause it. But it showed also how long customers were sitting down in, inside the coffee shop. So let me let him continue uh, what he's talking about here. But this is our new reality. Pretty much this has been our reality for many, many years. And most of us voted it in. Most of us saw them do it. And we never said anything. We never questioned it. But these things, again, are going to be used against you now, now that they're monitoring productivity through AI. Let's get, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Let's let them finish it up here. While Anna over here has made 20. Olga needs to get the lead out of her ass. So, of course, of course, this has people freaking out. This is a violation of workers' rights. Okay, so, yeah, people are freaking out. This is a violation of workers' rights. But as you can see on your screen, you see the green? All right, the green is constantly, is monitoring how long you're sitting there. We have a couple sitting here, hour and 15 minutes. We have another one, 25 minutes. Here, 18 minutes. Now, um, you know, most of these Starbucks, they start designing themselves so that you can't, you know, sit up there, post it up. 
But yeah, now they're getting this data, using it, and try to try to figure out how to not keep customers there that long and or to keep like say for instance, you just ordered a cup of coffee and you just sitting there squatting. All right, at some particular point, the AI gonna rat your ass out. But of course, this is a violation of workers' rights. Uh, of course. Ninja, we don't got no more rights. Mm. All right, I mean, we're giving them away on a daily. This is straight out of 1984. Can AI make me a girlfriend? Oh, but it's not just analyzing productivity. Here it is analyzing employees, making sure they're all wearing their face masks. Yeah, man. That's a cold, cold world. AI analyzing whether you have your face mask on properly. Give yourself an L, America. Give yourself an L. Oh, my Lord. You people, man. Hey, you got to work pretty hard how to not keep yourself caught up in this. This is America now thoroughly. Why? why? Why are you doing this to minimum wage workers? Why don't you go make an AI that tracks how underpaid they all are? So I saw these videos and I got a little nervous too. This feels a little invasive, a little stalkery, a little Joe Goldberg. But I looked into it and the company's developing the technology. It doesn't seem to be in use yet. So everyone's safe for now. All the lazy workers can chill. Yeah. New, 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 new world order. No. <laughs> this is going to be no, your, your new reality. Welcome to 2030. This is going to be your new reality. Youngins, this is what it is. All right, for some reason, let me see. What am I doing here? Wait a minute. Can you guys see my screen? All right, I'll go. For some reason, I couldn't see my, my share screen was stripping. All right, uh, but uh, anyway, uh, welcome to 2030. Let's get on with the next one. Uh, I talked about this earlier and wanted to reference the article. Uh, here it is right here, Susie Orman, if you know her. If you know her, uh, lick them though, love uh. Shout out to her. Susie Omer says, boomers, Gen Xers need to tell their adult kids that they are no longer your bank account. All right. Before it's too late to save up your for your retirement, here's how. Again, one of the things that we keep challenging you about as young men, I try to challenge young men, man. Try to get out of from under your parents' house. All right. This is going to kickstart your life. I know it's scary out there. Uh, and people come up with a 511 excuses as to why they can't get roommates and start slumming it and start, you know, minimalizing and move out of your childhood's bedroom. Everybody comes out with a million excuses. It doesn't make sense to me, but of course, I'm a Gen Xer. I'm a little bit older. We actually had to kickstart life off a little bit earlier. All right, 19-year-old kids moving out. But uh, what, what people aren't telling you is that these Gen X parents and boomers, they're torpedoing their, their retirement. Most of them have zero retirement just to begin with. Most of them have no retirement but they're torpedoing their ability to get more retirement because maybe they're double dipping on taxes, trying to claim you as a dependent. I have no, I have no idea, but uh, some of these people are going to be in for a rude awakening. Gen Xers, the oldest Gen Xer is about 56 years old. The younger, youngest Gen Xer is roughly about uh, 44, 43. Oh man. I mean, look in a couple more decades, we don't have that much work time left. I mean, not good work time. So, there's not much more room for us to make up this deficit, especially if you have some blood-sucking ass uh, Gen, X, Gen Zers and millennials that won't get a move on on their adult life. So there's more of the article. You can read that here. We're not going to take time to read. This is a quick segment, but it is what it is. Uh, this is our new reality, and this is going to this is going to hi highly affect people in the next ten to fifteen years. Um, um, I don't see us digging ourselves out of this. Okay. You know, you wonder why I'm a little doom and gloomy. Be shit like this. You know what I mean? There's just just so many details adding up. I'm like, I don't think we get out of this. <laughs> mm. 
I don't think there's a, you know what I mean? Because people are literally doubling down on just sticking it out. You know what I mean? Look, I don't want to leave. And then the boomers are moving back in with their parents or they're moving back with their kids. I just think, I just think the normie in America, they got too many goddamn excuses. I mean, we, Ninja, it's sink or swim at this point. Sink or swim. It's just going to be a mess. All right, uh, let's get to this one right here. Apparently, this used to be conspiracy. This used to be conspiracy. I know you guys would be like, these red pillars and conspiracy. And then you'd be calling me a conspiracy theorist. But I said this months ago, almost probably a year ago. I was like, World War III? Who remembers this? I know people are going to be like, no, you didn't say it. Kevin Samuel said it, and he wasn't even alive then. <laughs> All right, rest in peace. But think about this. Think about this. I said we're already in World War Three. Who rem- who remembers that? New 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 world. Who order. remembers me saying that? I've been done said that. I was like, it's already started. I mean, already in it. As a matter of fact, someone agrees with me. Let's go ahead and pull up the screen here. Apparently, apparently, one of the security chiefs in Ukraine says, "Oh, World War Three has already begun." Yes, new, indeed. New, yes, new, new new world order. Yeah, they already in it, Ninja. I mean, especially in the situation they in. New 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 new. new. The security chief says, uh, yeah, it's already started. They're losing bodies left and right. They don't even have enough bodies to even finish this thing out. And there's no end date to this. Putin played the long game. All right. And of course, United States played the long game against Putin. There's a lot in here. And I don't want to get into the politics of this, but it is politics. All right. YouTube actually was trying to tell you early on, right when this started, you can't talk about this, which should have gave you a heads up. Like, really? <laughs> new, 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 new world order. Uh, but we're in it. And we're, we're in it, and we're going to be in this conflict for years. In fact, we haven't even got our bodies there, other than the mercenaries. We haven't even got real bodies in there because, you know, NATO. But I want to show you something. This is how deep it is. This, this is how deep it is. All right, Ukraine. This is in December 2021, gearing up for an impending invasion by Russia. Oh, they got the flatbacks out there. They require the women to register for military conscription as the Russian threat looms. Take a look at the flatbacks out here, man. Ukrainian flatbacks. All right, they going to be ready to go. They armed up. This was December 2021 as I pulled up an article. And this gives you an insight on what happens when the barbarian hits that gate. Yeah, when the barbarian hits the gate, man, ladies, it's going to get real. New, 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 new world when the barbarians kicks through the gate. Not even Knox. The barbarian is in the gate. Guess what? Ladies, Gen Z, put down your TikTok. Put down your TikTok. Put down your OnlyFans and get your ass out there. New, 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 new world order. Um, the Flatback Supreme's looking pretty decent. I'll take a couple. I'll take a couple off your hands. Well, it gets worse than this. That was in December 2021. Well, here it is right there. Ukraine recruits women soldiers. Why doesn't Russia? Well, give it some time. Russia military targets women in recruiting ad. Uh oh. New, 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 new world order. Yeah, man. It's getting real in the field out there. And as a matter of fact, rumor has it that a lot of people, men and women that escaped, you know, I remember, remember when Russia was rolling the tanks in and they got out of Dodge and they went to Belarus and Poland and they got up out of here and they had them flatbacks hitting the uh, border. Well, apparently they're calling them home. They're like, nah, y'all need to come home. New, 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 new world order. They was like, y'all need to come home. All right, they're calling people home. They're sending buses and transportation out to Poland, bringing back them Ukrainian citizens, boy. New, new, and they was new, like, new, new arm up, order. ninja, arm up. And they bringing some women back, too. They like, hey, ladies, 
Ladies, get on out there, ladies. Get them flatbacks out there. Woo-wee! <laughs> oh, man. Uh, ladies in America, this how it really can get. Now, listen, I don't know when. I don't know where. I don't know how. But it could hit the barbarian could hit that gate at any moment. Just take a look. It could turn and get real in the field real fast. All right. Don't think, Ninja. Don't think. New, 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 new world order. Don't think. I can help actually impregnate. Never mind. I won't talk about this. Uh, but I can actually, yeah, contribute to the um contribute to the birth. If you have any birth rate problems, I'll take a few of these off their hands real quick. <laughs> the Ten Toes Battalion. Hey. This is a real deal. We're in it. Listen, I'm just letting you know, according to the security chief, I mean, I already called it. I said, we're already started the war. This is already WW3, all right? It just hasn't kicked off. But this person says right here, oh, it's already begun. We're in it, all right? And it it, it is what it is. I mean, listen, I'm not even going to talk further about it, but this is doom and gloom. We're, we're in it. We're living it. Who, who would have thought? Who would have thought you'd be living in a time where there'd be a WW3? Okay, Albert Einstein said, well, I don't know who how WW3 ends, but I know how WW4 will be fought with sticks and stones. Well, we're here. New, 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 new world order. All right, I don't know how WW3, yeah, it's, he said something like that. But the, the World War Four will be bought, fought with sticks and stones, a.k.a. the Great Reset. <laughs> right. Uh, hold on to your hats. Be vigilant and cautious. Protect yourselves when you travel, and understand the barbarian. If if you're if you're getting into an official WW three, just understand uh, everybody's vulnerable. Everybody's vulnerable, and ladies, you can get your ass out there too. According to this, yeah, you could be out there too. Woo wee! I wonder if I, I wonder if they need help cleaning their barracks. I need to go help those young ladies in the Ukraine. I need to help those young ladies of the Ukraine. All right. Uh, and uh, this article comes out from the New York Times, quoting an article. The world's largest construction site. Hmm. The race is on to rebuild Ukraine. Oh, no, 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 no. Quoting from the article. And I don't have the entire article here. Um, are you serious? What? What are we doing? We're going to rebuild Ukraine? Hmm. Sounds interesting. Sounds like an int- never mind. No conspiracy because people can't handle it. Sounds like an interesting reason to go up in there, you know, to pour in all that money. Never mind. No. You mean like every war? They go up in there, act like they're fighting for freedom, and then they go up in there, and it's just defense contracts being passed around. It's just more strip malls and and and, and just rebuilding an old city, making it anew. BlackRock. All of these companies. New, 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 new world order. Uh, if, you're, if you're ahead of the game, you're probably in line for some of these contracts. These private equity firms. Let me read here. Latvian Roofing Company and South Korea trade specialist. Fuel cell manufacturers from Denmark and timber producers from Austria. Private equity titans from New York. New York. New York. Backrock. New, 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 and new, new concrete order. plant operators from Germany. Thousands of businesses around the globe are positioning, positioning themselves for a possible multi-billion dollar gold rush. The reconstruction of Ukraine once the war is over. Ninja, ah. New, 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 new world order. Yo, Russia is stepping up its offensive. I mean, so is there, is this double dipping? Is this double dipping? Perhaps financing something that you know that you can make triple and double? Or quadruple once it's over. Yeah. 
This is interesting shit. Hundreds of thousands of homes, schools, hospitals, factories have been obliterated, along with critical energy facilities and miles of roads, rail tracks, and seaports. They'll all need to be rebuilt. Interesting. I hate to be all doom and gloom, but it says right here, early cost estimates of rebuilding the physical infrastructure ranges from $138 billion to $750 billion. New, 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 new world order. Mm. Mm. Now they're finally letting the news out, the cat out of the bag, but it's always been about that. Everybody knows that, but y'all dumb ninjas, never mind. I can't. I can't with you people. All right, everybody knows, man. Anyway, anyway, man, do what you guys need to do with the information. No judgment. Hey, listen, and I don't want to hear you. I provided my sources. I provided my sources, which is the media, which new, 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 new world. They already knew this, and we already knew that this was what it was about. Anybody that thought it was about something else, well, listen, it's easier to fool people than to convince people that they are fooled. And that's going to be one of my newest taglines. Sometimes you hoodwinked and bamboozled and you find out after the fact. And most of the time, because you played the middle, you really don't care. You've moved on with it. And you don't care that you missed out. <laughs> new, 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 new world there's no order. victims. There's just volunteers at this point. But that's Doom and Gloom CGA. We're going to get into Straggle and Sniggle Theater next. Yeah, the deaf, dumb, and blind, there's problems with you guys. Let's get into Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's roll into it. Hold up. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater. It is what it is. Let's get into it. What do we got first up on Straggle and Sniggle Theater? Oh, we have a confident woman. An overconfident woman. Let's go ahead and take you to the video here. Sometimes you deal with some of these. Here's a woman here. She's basically a four who believes she's a nine. You ever do this? You get confident. Like you get an overconfident woman and she starts telling you. And you're like. And she starts telling you she's the shit and how she's the best in the world. And she hasn't proved a damn thing. Uh, Yeah, you get caught up sometimes. Let's go ahead and take you to the video and see what happens when you catch you an overconfident chica. How does that make you feel that I don't want to kiss you? It just makes you a dumb ass hoe. Me? Yeah, you. How's that make me that? What do you mean? Why does it make me that for not kissing you? Because anyone here would. Really? Yeah, I bet. Watch this. All right, okay, yeah, prove it to me. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Watch this. Man, you know, they, it didn't, <laughs> in her head, it kind of worked out differently. You know what I mean? In her head, she had just left the nightclub, everybody looking at her, talking, trying to grab on her. In her head, it worked out differently. Well, for some reason, she thought she was the shit. You know, it was only that the drunken ninjas in the nightclub was blowing her head up. You know, gas. You know, this is what happens when you give them that gas. You know what I mean? You give them that gas and gas head up. They think they the shit. They think oh, I could get any man. Any man will want me. You know what? They ninjas will die for me. They'll do anything. Well, you got caught up. Well, caught the wrong. <laughs> All right. Now listen to the confidence. We'll check it. Does that make you feel that I don't want to kiss you? It just makes you a dumbass hoe. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this. Look at it. Look. Look at the. Look at the. Is this Israel Padilla again? Look at the look. 
Man, I love to see women get a little egg on the... Look at this look. She's like, what? I'm taller than you. I'm hotter than you. I'm pretty. I have a stinky punani. Look at her face. It makes you dumb. Anybody in the world will want me. Look at me. She looked like she looked like uh, Alice the Goon. Hold on for a second. You know we got to do it. You know we got to do it. All right, you know we got to do it. Let's pull up Alice the Goon for the people who don't know. For the people who don't know, she definitely looking like Alice. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. She definitely looking like Alice the Goon. I mean, tell me, tell me, I wait a minute. Can y'all see this? Tell me I ain't lying. Tell me she don't look like Alice the Goon. Look, there you look. Right there. I'm a woman. I'm the best. She looking like Alice the Goon got, the, got some nerve to be trying to talk down to this man. All right, hold on for a second. You see the resemblance? Right there. All right, anyway. Shout out to the young dudes right here. Uh, what is it right here? All right, here we go. Uh, look at me, because uh, you're dumb at home. Where we at here? Me? Yeah, you. How's that make me that? What do you mean? Why does it make me that for not kissing you? Because anyone here would. Anyone. Any, in her words, she says anyone would kiss me. Any man would be lucky to have me. Any man here would kiss me. That's what she said. Like, because who, who gave her that gas? You know what I mean? Ladies, he's up off the gas. You know what I mean? They got the gas. Hi, yeah, yeah. And look at him. He looking at her like, for real? He's it. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. I can get any man. Now, let's see the men that she reached out. This is going to be critical. This is going to be critical on the breakdown. Any man. All right, here we go. Really? Yeah, I bet. Watch this. All right, so watch this. Famous last words. Famous last words. Watch this. I don't care if you're an adult, a woman, or a man. Right when you say watch this, you have a 70% chance of messing your ass. I mean, you have a 70% chance of dying. You have a 70% chance of checking your ass into the hospital. You have a 70% chance of a full-on embarrassment. Just remember that. This is called famous last words. Watch this. Yeah, that shit is about to, whatever you're about to do is about to go bad. All right, every kid learns this when they like four. Hey, dad. Hey, dad. What, kid? Watch this. You headed to the ER. Mm. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Women. Hey, hey, I can do it too. No, you can't. Watch this. All right, you know they about to get messed up. Mm. Famous last words. Never say watch this before you're about to do something. It's about to be stupid. All right, so anyway. All right. And so the first person she let goes by is two ninjas, which I don't know why, but let's let's show it. All right, okay. There, that, dude, she could have went for the two ninjas right there. You know them thirsty ninjas would have. They would have did it. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, yeah, <laughs> right. These two thirsty ninjas would have did it. I don't know why. All right, anyway. Hey, all right, prove it to me. I uh, yeah, okay. She like, okay, wait. That long ass neck. Okay, wait, wait. Watch this. Oh, <laughs> there it is. Famous last words. Watch this. It's going to be a fail. Why did she go for this guy? Out of all the guys, you went for like, you know, Goofy Beta Brad, halfway Chad, half a man, half amazing, right? He half Beta, half Chad. 
Why'd you grab him? You could have went for the ninja. There's a ninja back there that would have done it for free. All right. Why'd she go after him? She looks like she's wearing a, a, a wedding dress too. I mean, why are you wearing white wedding dress? All right. He said no. All right. And first of all, these guys are way too young. And then she begged, oh, would you kiss me, please? I'm about to look embarrassed. She's like, man, get out of here. You bitch. You bitch. Get out of here. All right. Now you got a tuck tail. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. She's hulking up, brother. Brother. Hulkamania is about to go wild. Alice the Goon is pissed. Now you done pissed her off. Uh-oh. This shit is about to end in a... This is going to end in a tirade. Never embarrass a woman out in pu- Well, she embarrassed herself. You know what's about to happen next. Fucking fire! Uh-oh, damn. <laughs> now, you brought that on yourself, ladies. You brought that on yourself. You embarrass yourself out here in these streets by trying to say, anybody would kiss me. Yeah. All right, Alice Dagoon had to learn the hard way. Let's get to the next one here. Apparently... This video, this is video surveillance. Um, this is Straggle and Sniggle Theater, remember. Uh, this young girl, it says. Okay, I'm with it. I'm listening. Uh, he caught his wife in the act of cheating on him. Okay, looks like he has a nice house and a nice jacuzzi. You ain't jacuzzi nobody. Okay. All right, let's see what happens. Let's play the video and provide commentary and criticism. This young girl got caught while she was cheating on her boyfriend. As you can see, she's currently in a swimming pool on her phone talking to her lover, and the guy who's filming her is her boyfriend, who realized she wasn't faithful and decided to set a trap to catch her in the act with her lover, made her believe that he left, but he actually stayed, and half an hour after, he caught them red-handed. The guy entered the house to go back to the pool, and that's when he followed them. Who the fuck is this guy? Woo-wee! And that's you! Oh, man. That's tragic. That's tragic. Uh, it looks like they're caught. Definitely, definitely they stunned with the stunner there. <laughs> Take a look. Yeah, you got to catch the whole way handy. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. Uh, let's go back and review the footage here and see what happened. What, what actually occurred here? Uh, it sounds like. The setup was, hey, I'm going to go run to the store. I'm going to go sleep at my mom's house. I'm going to go do something. And then he knew she was cheating. All right? Bitches be cheating, man. They be cheating. And so he was like, I'm going to set her ass up. And you know when women cheating, man. Because what happens is they get that nose to their phone. All right? And just as a young man, never feel. What's going on with my screen, by the way? Let's, let's get the filter up. Let's knock this down a little bit. All right? And get some darkness in here. Um, uh, what happens is guys, just as a telltale sign of a woman who has an affair on you, wife or girlfriend, that nose is to the phone. All right. Now, you know, the difference between nose to the phone and nose to the phone when she's talking to her friends, uh, nose to the phone when she's scrolling the internet. And you'd also know the difference when the nose is to the phone, when they're, you know, trying to hide something and trying to be detailed and sneaky, right? Oh, meet me here. I think he's leaving at this time. She's got to get the information to, okay, he's still here. Don't come, all right? And she's standing there, and I'm going to show you notes to the phone. And then, okay, he's leaving. He's going to leave in 30 minutes. He said he's going to leave now. Okay, he hasn't left yet. Uh, he's got 10 more minutes, and she's getting the details. All right, he left. All right, come through. Leave now. You know, this shit. That type of stuff. All right, so let's go ahead and talk to it. Let's see right here. 
Um, here it is right here. Let's go ahead and replay it. Well played. This young girl got caught. You see that? Nose to the phone. And there's no laughing. There's no sniggling. She's not, she's not, you know, trying to share data. She's not inviting you in. She's not, you know, this doesn't look like a conversation a woman's having with another woman. This definitely knows to the phone and they're giving the detail. What you going to do when I get there? When I get there, I'm going to grab your hair. When I get there, make sure, make sure you got, you know, your oil of a lay on. When you get there, make sure you have, you know, make sure you have pink panties on. She focused and true. She got that nose to the phone. All right. She got that nose to the black mirror. See that? All right, there we go right there. Well, she was cheating on her boyfriend. As you can see, she's currently in a swimming pool on her phone. Yeah, and he was like, let me catch this bitch. You see this, the serious face? Look at them lips, man. What the hell's going on there? Like, she literally just got a slit in the middle of her chin. Like, that's why they be plumping their lips up. Like, she literally got a whole chin from her nose to the bottom of her chin, and it's just a slit. Like, hold on for a second. Let me see if I can make Let me see if I can make it. It's literally like this. Hold up. <laughs> like she literally is just like. Like imagine right from here to here. There's no there's no lid. It's just like God might make a cut like just made a cut across her chin and there go her lips. What is going on? You ever kiss a woman with no lips like that? Yeah, I've had my share of white women. It feels funny. It feels like it feels weird. I'm going to tell you that right now. If you mess with white women like that, they don't be having no lips. And they, and they be kissing you, it feel like you macking a hole down. It feel like you like kissing a hole. Like there ain't no lip grabbing on the yo lip or nothing. Yeah, that's why we call them Millie Mouth. Millie Mouth Muskrat. Yeah, that's a Millie Mouth. She got the Millie Mouth going. <laughs> Jesus. She don't got no lips grabbing you back at all. You know what I mean? She's just like... <laughs> Look, take a look. Oh, Jesus. Yo. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> like, it feel like you got, like, you just kissing a gaping hole in her face. Like, you know, like, grab a lip back or something. All right, they got the nerve to be trying to bite your lip. But anyway, let me continue here. That Millie Mouth muskrat. She got the Millie Mouth going on. Millie Mouth. Where are we at? Oh, let's. <laughs> All right, let's continue what we got going on here. All right, here we go talking to her lover and the guy who's filming her is her boyfriend who realized she wasn't faithful and decided to set a trap to catch her in the act with her lover Maybe all right and so there it is right there i wish i could rewind it but he's going around and he's filming her for evidence and as he goes around she's peeping over their shoulder all right she peeping over her shoulder try to so she gonna get caught let's play it her believed that he left but he actually stayed and half an hour after he caught them red-handed all right so look he caught him he was like a half hour later he's like i'm gonna wait upstairs Real quiet, all right? And she stayed in the jacuzzi, like, I'm in the jacuzzi, ready for you to clap them cheeks. Come on through. The and they're going to do, the sneak it in. Oh, man, boy, how would you do, fam? Mm. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> there he is sneaking in, fam. Oh, my God, you know his heart was racing when he pulled up. You know this dude pulled up in a Camaro. He pulled up in a Camaro, right? And he felt, he saw the, he saw the Camaro, he heard it pull up, like, damn, she really doing this. And look how he walking in, sneaking in. The dogs even recognize him. That's when you know. All right. He done snuck in, bro. He like, yeah, man, I'm about to go tag that ass. Damn, that's cold. He ain't going to put in no work. He ain't going to take her to dinner. He ain't going to do nothing. He coming over straight to clap cheeks. A friend of the family. He just coming over straight to clap cheeks. That's it. 
Like, yo, he like, I ain't putting in no work. I ain't spending no time. I'm coming right through with my hat to the back. All right. Straight to clap cheeks, right to the mealy mouth. She going right to skeet down her esophagus. All right. That's what it is. I was to go back to the pool and that's when he followed. Them. Oh. Who the fuck is this guy? Caught. All right. And the dog's all licking him. All right. Dog's all licking him. Oh, caught. 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 I wish I could see. Yeah. I wish I could see the whole thing, man. But man, Roski in the pool. No condom, no nothing. He, he was about to hop in and slide right, slide right through. Meanwhile, he had to, his, the boyfriend, the husband had to spend all the time and, and set it all up, boys. 30 minutes. Oh, man. Yo, man. It's a cold, cold world out here, man. It's an evil world we live it's in. It's an evil world, and then just keep yourself armed. All right, we talked about this yesterday. I was going to play this yesterday, I believe, or today. We were talking about how wives switch up on you and uh, this wife right here, bro. So this woman's going to talk about how she was a dutiful, faithful wife for many, many years. And she said, after a while, fuck that shit. I don't want to do it no more. All right, I don't want to do it no more. And how this happens to a lot of men. Now, she does look like a fake-ass rapper from the UK. All right, she looking crazy as hell. All right, but let's hear what happens here of why she stopped wanting to be the dutiful wife. Here we go. Me stuck at home, perpetually cooking and cleaning for my husband for eight years. He would wake up, his clothes were next to him in bed. He would go to the gym, he'd come back, his work clothes were waiting by the shower. He would get changed, he would walk out with a lunch bag. Over those eight years, I became stuck. At the first year and a half, I was just using gratitude. Like, it's so beautiful. Look how I'm so grateful. I don't have to work my husband's out. Like, yes, I'm cooking and cleaning, but I've got a husband that loves me. I've got a roof over my head. By year two, as I started to be like, is this really the life you want? Yeah. I use the gratitude again. But Lisa, how grateful are you? Don't worry your sadness. How grateful are you? By year eight, it became, don't you dare voice your opinion because how ungrateful are you if you do? And that, that voice, that whisper got louder and louder. The gratitude that was beautiful part of my life in the first year became exactly what was the massive handcuff in year eight. Me now, I'm not happy. <laughs> Take notes, ninja. Yo, they, yep, this is the bait and switch. And guys, the bait and switch happened when? I want you to, I want, I know people don't, people think twice about what I say. It's because it's not what I say, it's the way I say it. I can only communicate in man language. And so I could just be direct, but it just doesn't sound weird. I mean, it just doesn't sound right to a lot of men. They're like, this can't be possible. Maybe it was just you, right? Yeah. And that's you. But then when a woman says it, she's basically just said the marriage will right there, right there. Everything that I've been telling you, what else do I tell you? She has these early inklings of the marriage going south early and she'll still have sex with you she'll still go on vacations with you she'll still do the duties and then after six seven years later six and seven years later this woman said i'm not happy <laughs> she was already emotionally divorced six years ago get my somebody said give myself the prices right i hate being right I be telling y'all ninjas. I be telling you, man. Look, 
It's a cold, cold, evil ass world out here. I'll be telling y'all. It's an evil world we live in. I know it's hard to believe. It's hard to believe, but I'm tell I'm trying to warn y'all. <laughs> Goodness. It's crazy. Let's revisit this and break it down now. Let's revisit it. We're gonna break it down. All right, we're gonna break it down. And so she's in a constant battle with herself. She doesn't know who she is. Eight years ago, she was 24. Now she's 32. Or she was 26, and now she's 30, 30, 34. Right? You see how she changed up and switched up? You see how she bait and switch? You see how she became a different person? At 26, it was fine. Now at 34, it's not. Come on, man. Y'all got to watch me, and man. that's you. Seven-year itch. All of these things I be trying to tell you, here it is. I'm telling you, they say it exactly how I say it, but they just... And let me continue here. And guys, this is all, this is all women. All women can do this. It's not that they all will. It's not that they all will. It's that they all can. Let's go ahead and play it here. Oh, by the way, this makes sense in the, in the woman's mind. Just so you know, when I say it, right, it doesn't make sense. But when she says it, she says, yes, what's wrong with this? And I say, exactly. I say, exactly. I said, why would a guy get married and risk his damn life and future. And then eventually you can switch up on his ass. Now, if you notice, I'm going to say one more thing. If you notice, um, what did the guy do? I'm going to ask you something. Because people always think that the guy did something. Well, what did you do to her? Listen to her story again and identify what the guy did. Did he beat her? Did he yell? Did he scream? Did he switch up? Did he change? Was he conflicted? Did they argue? Did he, did he abuse her? What did he do? Let's listen again. He's stuck at home, perpetually cooking and cleaning for my husband for eight years. He would wake up, his clothes were next to him in bed. He would go to the gym, he'd come back, his work clothes were waiting by the shower. He All right. He would get changed, he would walk out with a lunch bag. Okay, so that's your one. That's your one. And he was doing his part. He said, okay, I'm going to work. You're going to stay home. We agree. She says, yes, I'll take that. And that's you. Sounds easy to me. And most women was like, yep, that's going to be the role. That's going to be what we do. You work. Um, I'm going to work and I'm going to do this. You're going to help me. You're going to be my help me. Okay. Now she's going to do her role. Her role might seem menial, but she agreed to it. She agreed to it. Let's continue. Over those eight years, I became stuck. I became stuck. Essentially, she's become an Indian giver, as I call it. She agreed to a role, and now she doesn't want to do it anymore. Oh, wait a minute. I'm stuck. I thought I wanted this, but I don't now. Now I can't change my role. Why? Because we agreed on this, so she feels guilty changing her role. All right, she's like, wait a minute. Now I'm stuck doing this repetitive shit every day. Now, she's never looking at it what the husband's doing. He probably doesn't want to be doing what he's doing at all. He's like, ah, I don't want to be doing this shit, right? But I'm going to do it because I'm the utility. I'm paying the bills. He's stuck what he's doing too. He can't stop and switch his job up at all, all right? So he's stuck too, but she's not looking at it like that. She's think he got a better job. Wait a minute. You know, you give women something, and they like it for about two seconds, and then they see you enjoying. Wait a minute, hold on. What did you get? <laughs> right? They go out to dinner too. They go out to dinner. Oh, I'm gonna have the salad. 
and then you get the hamburger and fries and she digging in your fries. Wait a minute, I should have got the fries. Mm. All right, that's how they work, kind of like children with breasts, and she got some little ones. All right, um, let's continue here and see where the man fooled up. At the first year and a half, I was just using gratitude. Like, it's so beautiful. Look how I'm so grateful. I don't have to work my husband's out. Like, yes, I'm cooking and cleaning, but I've got a husband that loves me. I've got a roof over my head by year two. Uh, let me stop right there. So for the first year and a half, she said, dude, this is the deal of a lifetime. I get to stay home and not work. Now, you got to remember, women are asking to work. I mean, women are asking for this. I just want to stay home and raise kids. She's going to agree to this shit. <laughs> She's going to agree to it. And you're going to go, okay, you, dude, I did the exact same thing. And then five years later, she was like, I want to go to work. I was like, what? <laughs> All right. So uh, the first year and a half, she was using gratitude. I'm thankful this guy's allowing me to stay home. He's supporting me. I have the easiest job in the world. And then after a year and a half, Oh, I'm stuck. She got exactly what she asked for. What did he do? He didn't do shit. He, he, he went on like she, he agreed with an adult. Let's continue. So year two. <laughs> oh, also, yeah, mommy meltdown. Also, also, let me just add this. Uh, uh, another thing that he did, another thing that he, or, or she said that, that, that went on here. Okay, year and a half, he did what he did. Okay, then she's not feeling like contributing. So now once the second year comes up, because she depended on gratitude, she was thankful. Okay, not only that, he was giving her words of affirmation. Something that women say, this is my love language. Just show me you appreciate this. And he probably did. He did she didn't say he didn't, but of course we don't know. But he was affirming his gratitude to her. Hey, thank you for being there. Your, the job you're doing is making my job easier. <laughs> Let's continue. What happened by year two? Two, as I started to be like, is this really the life you want? The marriage is planned before the divorce. The marriage is planned before the divorce. At year two, this is the bait and switch, guys. She probably had a kid already. Is this really what I want to do? Man. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I thought that's what you wanted to do. You were gr showing gratitude. Not only that, you said you were thankful that your husband allowed you to be able to support you and stay home. You agreed to this. Now, hmm. Is this really what I really want to do with my life? Now she gets to blow your shit up. She gets to blow up your spot. Guys, I have been in these situations and I know people. Dude, the marriage was long over before the divorce happened. I've been trying to tell you it been long over. She's going to start to emotionally detach. Most of the time, what do I say also? Love only lasts for about 16 months to two years. Love only lasts for about 16 months to two years. Once the chemical... Once the chemical, once that wears off, then you start seeing things for what they really are. I call it real life happens. Now it's real life. Now she's looking like, is this the life? No, before that, you wanted the ring. You want to stay home. You want to do, but now, is this the really the life? The real life happens now. All you got is bills, chores, kids, 
um, um, obligations. Now, this ain't the life I want. But meanwhile, you already marched her ass down the aisle. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you guys, this shit, man, I done already, I've written, I've written this book. This is the marriage will. Let's continue. Yeah. I use the gratitude again. But Lisa, how gratefully you. Don't worry your sadness. How gratefully you. Why sadness. Sadness. Now, again. I'm not happy. <laughs> Why is she sad? Why is she sad? Because she's wrestling herself. Remember, you come home, and I showed you the mommy meltdowns yesterday. You come home and walk into a buzzsaw. You walk into a damn the eye of the storm because all day she's wrestling with herself. And you walk in 5, 536, and now you got to wrestle with this from 6 to 9 while you're trying to get some puss. You just wanted to screw your wife. And meanwhile, all day she's wrestling with herself in her inner demon, in her head, and you ain't nowhere near there. And now you got to figure this shit out. This is one of the hardest situations that men. So she said she's not happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> Let's continue. Guys, really, it's not complicated, guys. Women are in their own head. All right. You guys got to understand that. A lot of times you might have think you've done wrong. They psych themselves out. Let's continue. Year eight, it became don't you dare voice your opinion because how ungrateful are you if you do? She's in her own head. Now, remember, her husband not, did not tell her that. That's what she's saying in her subconscious, in her, in her, in her, um, oh, damn, her id in her, I can't remember what they said in psychology. All right. She's saying this to herself, not her husband. Her husband's trying to weather the storm. He's trying to ride this shit out. He's trying to prevent the collateral damage. He's not abusing her. She's abusing herself. And she's wrestling with this and also probably cheating on him. That's number <laughs> And she been unhappy for six years. Now imagine, gentlemen. I'm not happy. <laughs> this woman been unhappy in her marriage for six years. Yeah, Satan. She's wrestling with Satan. She been unhappy for six years. Imagine this guy coming home every day for six years. That's 365 days times six. Which in my mind is somewhere around 20,000 days. Y'all don't hear me. Wait a minute. Did I get the right number? Just <laughs> to get the right number. Yeah, 20,000. She came. He came home for 20,000 days. Give me the math on that. Am I right on that? <laughs> I think I'm off on the number. It seems about right, though. And the id and the ego. Thank you, uh, Riz Khalifa. The id and the ego. She's wrestling with herself every 2,000. I said 20,000. <laughs> I knew it didn't sound right. I was like, 20,000, he'd be dead. All right, but anyway, I was like, this don't sound right. All right, anyway, uh, it's going to feel like 20,000. He came home for 3,000 days. 3,000. Is it, is it 2,000 or 3,000? It's going to feel like 20,000. Um. He came home for two, it's 2,922. 2,000, I knew it was close to 3,000. 2,922 days. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. For two to 3,000 days, 
wrestling with this bitch. He lost. He lost 2,000 to 3,000 days trying to make sense of this woman. Brothers, are you hearing this? Are you hearing this shit? Now, go back into your meat, your money, energy, attention, and time, and realize how much time this guy wasted, how much money this guy wasted trying to make this shit work. What? He could have been money, energy, attention, and time on his path, his purpose, his vision. He could have been at the junior college. It's too late for me. He could have been at the junior college. And he's about to lose another couple of years after this divorce. He's about to lose a whole decade and his children. When I tell you men are in love and women are in business, this is what I talk about. I'm telling you, man, this is, it's, 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 it's very tough. Now, I haven't heard the entire interview. There could be more to the story, but you're seeing it play out. You're seeing the marriage will play out. You're seeing everything I warned you about right here. Think of what you could have done with those two to 3,000 days. What could you have done? But instead, you said, I just want to make you feel beautiful. Want to make you feel beautiful, girl. I know I want to do. You wanted to do the right thing. You wanted to have a legacy. You wanted to, and guys, this is 60% of marriages. And if you add on the ones that don't end in divorce, this is 80, 90% of them. This is not a game. This shit is not a game. How many days are we talking about? All right, we're, we're a little over 2,000. A little over 2,000 days. This shit is not a game. All right, come on, man. This shit is serious business. And then you lose all this shit. And then, of course, you get the blame on the way out the door. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. And she's serious as cat shit right here. Look, look, she's serious, too. She's serious. This was the gamble you made. This is the gamble you made, fam. Let's continue. And that voice, that whisper got louder and louder. The gratitude that was beautiful part of my life in the first year became exactly what was the massive handcuff in year eight. So what I liked in year one, what I agreed to in year one became the handcuff in year eight, a.k.a. nothing changed except for Satan whispering in my ear. He did. Essentially, he did nothing wrong. Now, he tried to probably rescue this shit. He probably tried to rescue it. He probably got distracted from his job. He probably lost money. He got, and he lost all his kids and all this shit. I'm sure she blew that shit up. She just said, what I liked in year one was what I hated in year eight. <sighs> Are y'all listening? Y'all hear me? All right. Holla if you hear me. This shit is not a game. And I've been warning you guys of this. Now, listen, all women aren't going to do this, but I'm going to tell you 80% plus of marriages. I said in my book, 90%. This is, this, is what the, this is what it turns out to be. This is not a joke. Let's play it all the way through just so you guys can get the gist again. And I want you to hear it again now, full speed, so you can see the demon that you need to wrestle with. Me stuck at home, perpetually cooking and cleaning for my husband for eight years. He would wake up, his clothes were next to him in bed. He would go to the gym, he'd come back, his work clothes were waiting by the shower. He would get changed, he would walk out with a lunch bag. 
over those eight years, I became stuck. At the first year and a half, I was just using gratitude. Like, it's so beautiful. Look how I'm so grateful. I don't have to work my husband's out. Like, yes, I'm cooking and cleaning, but I've got a husband that loves me. I've got a roof over my head. By year two, as I started to be like, is this really the life you want? Yeah. I use the gratitude again. But Lisa, how grateful are you? Don't worry your sadness. How grateful are you? By year eight, it became, don't you dare voice your opinion because how ungrateful are you if you do? And that voice, that whisper got louder and louder. The gratitude that was beautiful part of my life in the first year became exactly what was the massive handcuff in year eight. Yeah, she returned back. In these streets. She went back to these streets. All right, we see this happening with Joe Jonas. Man, it is not that complicated. I got this thing boiled down to a science. Now, the reason when I say what it is, it doesn't sound like it because people are like, no, 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 no. All right. And I'll be like, yes, dude, this is going to be when I made the marriage will. I when I made created the marriage will and look it up and Google it. It's on YouTube. When I created the marriage will, I said, this is the prediction. This is I said, this is going to be a um. what do they call it when you. Uh, I can't remember what I called it. But anyway, this is going to predict every marriage. All right. Uh, spoiler alert. That's what it was. I was like, spoiler alert. This is every marriage. So this is how every marriage is going to go. Now, do all of them end a divorce? No. Some of them stick around. Some guy says it's cheaper to keep her. Happy wife, happy life. I'm sticking around for the kids. Like some people stick it out. All right. The small percentage remain in love. Small. Small. But I said, this is spoiler alert. This is every marriage. And everybody that has looked at the marriage wheel is like, damn, were you in my house? <laughs> right? Were you a fly in the wall on my marriage? I say, dude, this is every marriage. It's not just mine. It's every marriage. Some dudes just be like, I'll just say. They, they give up the fight. They give up the fight. All right. So, yeah, it's prophecy, too. Definitely prophecy. Let me get you up on some super chats, man. Is that Stragglers to go theater for the day? Yeah, this is going to be a quickie. This is going to be a quickie. No long stroke today. All right, let me see here. Like, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. You can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride. Let's get to some contributions to today's show. We're going to get them all, baby. All right, shout out to Brown310. Says shout out to the coach gang. Shout out to you. And that's a co-sponsorship cool right there. Unbelievable. I don't even know what happened to their marriage, but it is what it is. Shout out to Bob says, if they come, I say I have allergies or asthma. Yeah, if they, <laughs> so you're not going to war. All right. Uh, shout out to you. Brown 310 says, shout out to the pretty feet Ukrainian girls out there too. You know, they got some pretty feet. All right. Mimit the second says, making money on both ends, selling pew pews, and then cleaning up the mess. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, man, uh, you know, war profiteering is real. It's a real thing, and it's been going on for a long time, selling them the weapons and then cleaning up the effort. Oh, wow, that's some crazy shit. Half Space Will Travel says seven-year itch is a bitch. LOL, free agent lifestyle for life. Also, do you guys know that um, seven-year itch is more like now four or three years in marriages and modern marriage because everything's accelerated? Coffee fan, do you think women or ex-exes ever have any remorse or regret for blowing up the family in marriage? I believe things could have been worked out most times. They do not. We actually tell you, we've actually did some scientific research. Uh, women do not have regret. 
or remorse. No. Only when and only when it affects them. Not when it affects the husband, the children, what could have been. No. All right. They only experience the remorse when it's them. And I actually showed you, we actually read through an article of a woman being interviewed and we actually pointed out every time she said she was remorseful or regret, she either got caught or it directly affected her. It didn't affect the children. It didn't affect the next man, the ex-boyfriend, the ex-husband. It never was a regret for the people other than her. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, but uh, once you know this, you can operate accordingly. Shout out to uh, Jonathan says, World War III and masks. He says, uh, let me see here. Just in time for election season. Shout out to you. And, uh, oh, remember I said this as well. Remember I said this as well, and I had someone to disagree with me. All right, and it was, I went out on a limb. I went out on a limb, and I said, there has never been a, and it's relative, but there's never been a switch, especially if you take the first two world wars, and you certainly look at World War II. There's never been a switch in administrations during a world war, and very rarely during a war period. In fact, JFK found out the hard way, and then they was trying to get his ass over there, and he found out and got that head parted. All right, but um, and then they went to war like the next week to Vietnam. But when it comes to these war wars, the president administration is not going to switch. Now, I said the only way that Biden stays in there is if there's a war war. I said this back in the day. I said this probably about six months ago. And the guy was like, no, no, no. I remember. I remember the people who dissent. I don't remember names, but I remember. I'm like, dude, dude, right up in 2024. Don't be surprised if they kick that shit off. And that's going to be, they got justification for him to stick in there. That's how FDR stayed in there for four terms. That's how they overlook the, well, actually, the, the uh, two-term presidency was not an amendment at that point. So there was nothing to say that. But they, they elected him to three, two additional terms. All right, he served his two terms. World War II was going on. He served two more terms. Well, he died during the fourth term. But that's neither here nor there. All right, but. He, he, was, he was brought in. So once that happens, I said this back then. I was like, the, I was like he could stay in there. People were like, no. And I was like, dude, if there's World War III, he ain't coming out. <laughs> right? He's going to stick in there. And, and essentially, he can, he can say there will be no election. Now, I'm going to tell you, the, the country is going to probably go through some hell and high water if that happens. If that happens. So if he does, and he can do it, if we're in a full-scale war by, by 2024, he could basically say there'll be no election because, you know, we can't change administrations now. And we certainly can't put Trump in. Like, that would be a justification for it. And then, of course, if he don't make it through, Kamala's the president. So this is, this is something you got to be fully aware of. Got to be fully aware of a, the possibility of that. The possibility of that is really real. It's really real. It's, real, it's realer than anything going on right now. All right, so anyway... Uh, uh, just know, man, and the, you know, people are desperate to remain in power. So yeah, will they engage in some shit like that? Yep. All right. Mm. <laughs> it's crazy. It is crazy. So watch it. And we're on the precipice of it. People are already talking about it. We're, this is a full possibility. Don't be shocked. Don't be shocked. All right. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Anyway. Yo, do, do not be shocked. And I want you guys to remember I said it. This is the second time I've said it on the air. This is a real possibility. All right, so anyway. So there'd be a reason why to go into war immediately. Like, soon as 2024 hit, hey, you know what? We, we need to go in and help. 
All right, Ninja. There's a lot going on there. Somebody says expatting if this that happens. I need to time mark some of these predictions because I really always want to go back and find the video when I say it. And I'm like, when did I say it? But Coach Adamas, they don't call me Coach Adamas for a reason, man. Buckle your seatbelt. Shout out to this brother right here. Let me see if I can say your name. Let me see if I can say your name. Uh, Kaleem says, on your last stream, you mentioned double dipping between the free agent lifestyle and still having some hope strategy. Do you have any words which could help some of us that uh, give us that final push, push to detach from the hope strategy? Or is it something that we have to go through ourselves huge thanks as always you actually have something else to say and i'll answer that question hopefully i'll answer that question uh let's see here um he says actually coach he says that breakdown of the bait and switch was all the encouragement i needed to go full free agent he says see you at the winner's table coach soon okay so i don't have to answer it but yeah man and, and it's getting tougher and tougher man it's getting tougher and tougher to maintain these relationships because there's just too much outside interference um that's going to get involved in your relationships and marriage now it's not impossible and 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 certainly you can get married you'll be able to get married but can you maintain it maintaining it is going to take a lot of work we got johnny law with the co-sponsorship um he says for you young Stas, what he says cga spitting it on marriage and he says um women can't handle that stability they can't handle that stability all aka boredom he says they want you to excite them it gives you some hope he says i'll give you some hope 13 years and counting oh wait menopause is coming send it so listen to this guy i'll i'll say it again women cannot really handle stability they can't handle um, even in the housewife, I know a lot of guys want to, uh, it needs to go back to the 1950s. Do you know that women really struggled to be housewives in the 1950s, especially the suburban housewives? The suburban housewives, a lot of them were popping pills like crazy. A lot of them were chain smoking. A lot of them needed therapy. It was not something that they looked forward to. Much of it had to do with a couple of things. Their ability to join the workforce was less than it was today. They didn't have the education. And the other part of it is many of them lived in the early suburbs where there was really no jobs for them. Okay, so the housewives were the first ones to invade the suburbs, but you got to understand, there was not much infrastructure of the suburbs. I mean, these suburbs were kind of slightly outside the city, white flight, they left the, the cities where all the ninjas flocked to during the southern um, during the uh, Harlem Renaissance and all of this migration up to the north, white flight out to the suburbs. These were farm areas. These were out in the middle of the mountains. These were outside areas where shit wasn't going on out there. They didn't have mass inf- infrastructure or industry that they can go in. They're out stuck in the suburbs with my, not much in between. So a lot of them didn't make it. A lot of them cracked out and snorted lines and, took hair on and popped pills. They didn't love it, right? They had no other choice. All they were out here was with new houses in the suburbs with nothing else to do. And no, you couldn't drive that big ass uh, Thunderbird down. (laughs) 
you could drive at 55 miles an hour on a barely paved road to get to the city. Look up I Love Lucy. Yeah, the country too. I mean, they moved out into the country in some areas. Like in the on the West Coast, these suburbs were up, up in the San Fernando Valley into the mountains, right? So, well, you would consider the mountains, the rolling hills of the suburbs, right? So San Fernando Valley was the early 1950s and such suburbs from Los Angeles. All right, but the infrastructure wasn't there. Like the freeways were barely built. The interstates were barely being built. Some people moved to the country. Those were where the suburbs were, all right? And they popped these little houses up, tract houses and appliances and all of that shit, all right? Not much was in between it. It was like a, it was like the city and you going through mountains and horse shit to get to your suburban house. That's where you're going. You going through driving through horse shit and unpaved roads barely. You couldn't speed down the freeway at 80 miles an hour. You're going like 40, 30, 35. <laughs> Button. <laughs> yep, they be drinking and shit. There was nothing in between. And yeah, the best thing you have to look forward to is the delivery man coming to your house. So, yo, it wasn't, they had no option but to accept the shit. Living out in the country. There's actually I Love Lucy episode when they did that. If you look up I Love Lucy, I'm a fan of I Love Lucy. My mother put me onto it when I was a teenager. Um, and I Love Lucy, they actually had that transition where they lived in the city and then they all moved out to the suburbs in the country. They moved out to the country. And they were doing the eggs. This is when was I Love Lucy a TV show? I, I want to say the fifties into the sixties. I Love Lucy. There was a spinoff show where they moved to the country suburbs, right? And they were doing chicken raising chickens and shit, right? It ran through nineteen fifty one to nineteen fifty seven. Then there was another show that spun off that was like the nineteen fifty seven and the nineteen sixties, early sixties. So yeah, that was the reality. That was the reality. And yeah, the doctors prescribed you cocaine. I'm, I'm just like, yo, somebody mentioned it. The doctors were prescribed cocaine. Ninja, this shit is, ain't no joke. Hold on for a second. Let me pull it up. So this, was the, this is what happened to the suburban wife. There was no options. There was nothing in between. There was no cities in between cities. It was the city and the country. City and the rolling hills. Let me see here. A little Lucy in the country. See if I can pull it up. Uh, I can't play the video. But this kind of describes that transition from city life to suburban life. City life to country life. Uh, they do have, uh, let's see here. They do have some clips here. Why am I telling you I have a little Lucy Ninja? Oh, here it is right here. All right, so they moved from Manhattan or wherever they lived in New York to the city. Then eventually, I think they moved to California at one point. Oh, that was September. But anyway, there you go. They started roughing it. Start roughing it. Early suburban life. So the reason why the suburban housewife existed, number one, necessity. Number two, roles, gender roles. Number three, she didn't got much, she didn't have much options. She didn't have many options. There were not much infrastructure, stores, warehouses, malls. She couldn't go get a job anywhere. Then if she didn't have the education, forget it. All right. And she put family before work. You had to choose work or family. And there was no commuting from the country to the downtown. There was none of that. None. That was not an option. Ninja, you in the suburbs or in the country, you in the country. You ain't coming out. But yeah, they, cocaine was a prescription drug. 
And so the doctors would be giving them, and they'd be laced up, wired, zooted, and all that. You see here. Man, we live in a world, man, you, you guys got to dive deep in some of this stuff. It gets interesting. And, of course, not all history I tell is complete. There's always gaps and things and room to throw anything in there and take anything out. Uh, but um, let me see here. Uh, up until the 19, I'm going to say the 1930s, cocaine was almost in anything. In fact, take a look at this. Take a look at this. And so it was almost used, even children took cocaine, right? <laughs> All right, so look. Cocaine, tooth drops. <laughs> 1885. And they was wondering why these kids was popping these tooth, uh, these tooth drops, these toothache drops. Kids getting hooked on tooth drops, Right? Why they, why they, why they out there popping? Why, hey, kid, like you got another one of those? I still have a toothache. Got them hooked. <laughs> man, the world is an evil place, man. The world. It's an evil world we live in. In fact, some of your most famous psychologists were cokeheads. Coca. Like uh, Sigmund Freud and all them, straight coca. They was, uh, don't you, you wonder why? They, that's why I tell you these psychologists, I don't trust them. Most of them be on drugs themselves. All right, but Sigmund Freud was a straight-up cokehead. Base. All right, anyway. Talking about, talking about Night of the Living Basehead. A lot of people were straight cokeheads back in the day. They woke up. Yep, Coke was in Coca-Cola. Still is. All right, a lot of these things, man. I'm telling you, man. Them people were, man. These people were out here. We, we think about the 1950s and beyond. Oh, it was much easier then. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. They needed co- they had coca to get through the day. <laughs> they got through the day doing coke. It's crazy. That's why nobody. <laughs> All right, anyway. And then people get hooked. Oh, by the way, you know why cocaine got a bad net rap? You know why cocaine got a bad rap? Ninja started doing it. When ninja started doing it and stabbing, killing each other, and the whole city went down to hell. They was like, we got to do something about this. I ain't lying either. All right. It only became a problem when ninjas got hooked on it. You see here. Black community. All right. And they was like, we got to do something about this shit. (laughs) Hold on for a second. Let me see if I can pull it up the data here. Yeah. When the family started falling apart, they was like, oh, Lord. What year was this? Okay, let me see. I, I I wasn't ready to present it, but that's that's when they that's when they would notice they was like these ninjas out here, zombies. We gotta put we gotta make this shit illegal. He said that was crack. No, it was cocaine. Cocaine too. It was cocaine well before the crack era. All right, this was in the 40s and 50s. It was when black people got hooked on it. It wasn't it wasn't dude. History rep- repeats itself. By the time crack era came around, it was the same thing. Same thing. All right. All right, so crack error wasn't the first time they tried to crack down on black uh, uh, um, on blacks doing drugs. Cocaine was cocaine. This is when they would do uh, um, a do it powder form. And here we go, right here. Jim Crow drug war, the Jim Crow era drug war. It says right here when drink uh, when Jim Crow drank coke. All right, um, I read this before. I read this before. Um, yeah. That became it. That was a different. That was a different thing. And then reefer madness, same thing. Reefer madness was similar. 
marijuana and once black folks start doing it and white folks start going down rock and rolling with black folks it was like we need to put an end to that shit <laughs> right here we need to do an end to that all right i'll try to find some articles on it but i can't you know right now the history of illegal drugs in america okay all right uh, i don't have time but anyway yeah man normally when black folks start messing shit up yeah they like no nah. them ninjas going crazy Anyway, but you could have it in tooth drops before that. What a world we live in, don't we? Isn't it, fa- isn't it fantastic? All right, so reefer, cocaine, crack, history may not exactly repeat itself, but it sure does rhyme. Uh, anyway, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah man they was doing it like wake up doing it they wake up doing it it's all it's all this it's all the same i know i know people aren't born before the 50s so we don't have a reference but yeah there's data to show you and articles to show you that cocaine really took a the negative the negative um black eye on cocaine really took a turn when the black black men got addicted and families were ruined over it i wish i had time to pull it up all right but i would have to go back and Go through my whole things here. So anyway. All right. All right. All right. Let's go to the next part of the show. Daughter arrested by father. DUI. Interesting. Interesting segment here. Let's show you a little bit of privilege. And uh, let's show you what, you know, you guys want to have kids. Want to have kids. Well, you know, sometimes your teenage kids do some crazy shit. So here it is right here on the screen. And your teenage daughters be doing some crazy shit, man. Your teenage daughter's been doing crazy shit for a long time. But why is she out here drinking and driving? Let's play the video. Dad, so, Dad. So we're going to walk through the little I'm sorry for Uh, Applebee's. You come back from Applebee's? Yeah, I had a drink. My dad is um. Who is that? Sean Lee. Okay. 21 years. 21. Damn, she looks young. 21. All right, there she is right there. All Millie uh, Master Splinter. All right, so she got pulled over, and all oh, my dad's a sergeant. What did she say? Trying to see if she can get out of a ticket. Come back from Applebee's? Yeah, I had a drink. Yeah. My dad is um, oh, a sheriff. Oh, all right, Barney Fife-ass ninja. Okay, here we go. Who is that? Sean Lee. Okay. 21-year-old Teresa says that her dad is an officer with the local PD, possibly hoping that he'd come and get her out of the situation. On the 28th of December, 2022, a witness had observed a white vehicle strike a traffic light and then quickly drive off. A part of the vehicle's bumper had fallen off in the road after the hit. Applebee's, right? You went through the plaza, you came out by Lowe's, by Chick-fil-A, you made the right near the traffic light right there. Okay. Did you hit that pole that's over there? No. (laughs) Yeah, right. Hey, man, uh... Listen, these people be lying they ass off, but of course I would have lied too. I have the right to remain silent. But, uh, you know, young white women be doing some crazy shit, man. I know y'all don't think they be doing nothing. They're so young and innocent. Dude, they be doing crazy shit, almost taking people's eyes, man. You hit the utility pole? Because your bumper's in the yeah, middle no. of the road. No, my, um, I hit the 
How long ago? Like about a month ago, man. Jesus, a month ago. Look at your whole bumper. You got the damn, what is this liquid? You got the damn liquid. Oh, my Lord. This is terrible. Exes. Okay. Because he broke up with me and I broke up with him. Oh. Go hang about back over there. Keep your Damn, she blamed it on Jermaine. Damn. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. She didn't blame it on Jermaine. Jesus. Hey, pockets, please. It's okay. Your bumper's in the road over there. Okay, did you just hit that pole? No. White women can lie, fam. They be lying. They ass off. I mean, I can't even believe white women sometimes. And just, you, soon as they start talking, I know they lying half the time. I mean, it's a good chance they lying. I mean, and you could have the evidence on them, and they be like, nope. <laughs> All right, let's continue. So if someone brings that bumper over here, it's not going to match up perfectly. You're coming from Applebee's, you're telling me. You went out that way. Everything's matching up. Witnesses said they saw a white car cross over in this direction and I happen to find your car parked here with no with no bumper. Sent for can you bring her bumper here with you? Oh my god, Alright, hang out. You cut through the plaza, you came out by Lowe's and Chick-fil-A. Did you hit the traffic pole that's right there? Dude, man, you cannot believe them as far as they can throw her, man. If this, if, dude, if she's a white woman under 25, I can, you can't believe them. And by the way, I'm not saying this to be racist. I'm just saying I've worked with a lot of them on college campuses. They be lying straight to your damn face, crying, tears, mascara running, straight lying. Lying on you in court, lying they ass off, pulling their hair back. Oh, no, never could be me. Why would I lie? They be, li they be super duper lying. And I protect myself by already knowing half the thing they saying is straight up lies. All right, straight up. Do you not remember hitting a traffic pole? Not hit the traffic pole, I promise you. Can I call my dad who's the sheriff's uh, officer? Here we go. See, see, this is what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about right there. Like almost when they start crying, you know they lying. She got that same problem with the slit in her mouth too. Um. It's almost with that that when they start crying, it's a lie. That's my dead giveaway. That's my dead giveaway. Mm. As soon as I see them doing this fake-ass crocodile tears, all right, with the false alligators, as soon as I see this, I'm saying that woman's lying. It's not the truth. It's just lies. Can I go in? Can I Can I please just go? I just want to please. I just don't want to. I just try to do. I can't. Them shit be, they be lying, fam. They be lying they ass off. I'm one of the guys, man. I'm not the normal guy. Y'all be like, oh, coach, she crying. Something wrong with her. Hell no. Soon as I see them crocodile tears, I know that she lying. All right, right off the rip. All right, let's continue. Let's continue with this shit. All right, here we go. Let the one officer come here. Who's, who's if the bumper found at the scene matches the damage on Teresa's car, surely that puts her at the scene. I just found your piece next to the telephone and told you to step out. Well, I, I should, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, she's like, oh, well, oh, I'm discovered. Uh, just call my dad, please. Well, this will let me out of it. It's great. You just smashed the traffic. She got caught. We just caught you in a lot. Can you tell me found this piece over by the traffic light by Lowe's? You said you that piece fell off in Pennsylvania. You That's told me you hit a deer. You That's took a me a whole bunch of stories. That one? So it's the one on the corner. On the corner? So you're coming this way? Yeah. 
Just call my dad. Just call my dad. He'll rescue me because he a simp. Because dads are usually simps to white girls like this. This is why I tell you, you guys got to not make sure you're, you know, brothers, black men, arm yourself. If you like Millie Mouth Muskrats and Master Splinters, you know, we all do. But what you'll do is you'll think they're innocent and pure like the driven snow when they dangerous as hell. You know what I mean? But but what they'll do is they'll never hear no from their dad. Their dad is a henpeck, even if he's the sheriff. He a henpeck. He a yes, dear. He a super ass gump, and he never has told his daughter no. And then you show up, and first time she hears a no, and she laughs at you like, you can't tell me no, and you know it's a wrap. And you'll be like, yes, I can, bitch. And then you tell her no, and she start crying, calling the police, and it's a wrap. I done got caught up like this. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, man. Dad has never told her no. Because the mama call dad abusive if you tell her no. Let's continue. On the floor, yeah. If you were to go to the back, yeah. 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 Well, right before that happened. The way after Applebee's, did you hit a t- traffic pole? I think I hit something. I remember hitting something. You can't miss it. It lights up. It's red, green, and yellow. I remember hitting something after Applebee's. Okay. Saying, like, and did you drive away because you're scared because you had maybe had one drink and you think you're drunk? Yeah. And you might get arrested, but you don't seem like you're drunk? Is that what's going on? Probably. Your dad, the sheriff's officer, wasn't driving your vehicle tonight. I, I hit a curb. You hit a traffic. She's still doing that cry voice. She's still doing the cry voice. And ain't a tear dropped to the ground. She ain't wiped one tear. I suffered through the years of shed so many tears. Right? Right? Not a one. Lord. I suffered through the years and shed so many tears. Not one goddamn tear. All right, but let's continue. Oh, I hit a curb. Yeah, you went up the curb. You hit the traffic signal. The traffic signal fell down, and you left. In just this one short conversation, Teresa admits that she did hit something, that she's more intoxicated than they realized, and that she was texting while driving. Three driving faults that can each come with their own punishment. The detectives decide to speak with her father. Expecting him to try and make excuses for his daughter, the cops get nervous. All right, we got dad showing up to the scene here finally. All right. Dad is here. Let's see if he mucks it up. Despite John's willingness to help the officers out, the sergeant at the scene asks him not to get involved to guarantee the integrity of the investigation. Uh-oh. I know. All right, the daughter definitely didn't want to hear that. All right, she's like, I'm going to just wait for Dad to solve the problem, and I'm going to escape all accountability, including three misdemeanors. All right, here we go. And a felony. All right. Suspicions that Teresa hasn't told the whole truth were confirmed after some field sobriety tests. Dad! Dad! Oh! Dad! It, oh! I'm a good girl. I'm a good girl. I'm the captain of the soccer team. I'm Sigma Cum Laude. I'm Beta Beta Chata Tau. I'm uh, the master of the whole economics team. I'm the future Republicans. I'm the future young Republicans. 
Right here. <laughs> You're out. Take a hike. Dad comes through. It's like you got to go. You have a felony. Right now, Poppy, Daddy, previous week, Papa don't preach. All right, she's singing Papa don't preach the previous week. She rebelling in full teenage mode. I ain't got to listen to you no more. I'm grown. All right, Dad. Hey, ninjas, if you have daughters, I'm letting you know, ninja, they ain't always going to need you, ninja. Look, look. All right. They always going to need you. I'm the captain of the soccer team. And you going to jail, bitch. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. Dad, they be calling you. For, they be calling for you at 30 years old. Dad, look, they ain't never gone. They ain't never gone. They ain't never gone. Hey, man, they your responsibility forever, fam. All right. Here we go. were confirmed after some field sobriety tests. <laughs> Dad! Dad! She's booted. Wait till they find that coke that coca in her car. Wait till they find the coca in her car. Where's my dad? Oh your dad's oh. right over here. She's still calling for daddy. Where's my dad? Oh, your dad's right over here. <laughs> dad, your dad's right there. Your dad's here. I'm a Yeah. Get him, daddy. Daddy's here. Okay, daddy. They don't need a daddy. Dad. Oh. Oh, oh so the, hey, so, oh, the dad pulling rank. He finally got his balls, all right? He said, stop the bullshit. Dad. In the car. You're arrested for yeah, you done messed up. See, look, we always tell our kids, man, listen, I can I can fix messes up, but I can't miss I can't fix fuck ups. Always tell your kids that. Hey, listen, you're gonna mess up, son. Daughter, you're gonna mess up. I can fix mess ups. That's why she called dad. I'm here to fix the mess up. But he showed up on scene and realized she didn't mess up. She fucked up. You're like, I can't fix the fuck up. All right, I can't fix it. Uh you went a little bit overboard with your privilege. All right, get your ass in the car. Slam the door. Have a seat. <laughs> Still crying for daddy. Teresa was driven to the police station where her blood alcohol level was tested. It came back as 0.17% over twice the legal limit. Teresa has been issued a court summons for driving under the influence, reckless driving, and failure to report a car accident. Search Daily Mail for more. Yeah, that, that, yeah, man. You know, kids got to learn the hard way, man. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive, especially when you're drinking and driving. Of course, she's a binge drinker. She probably an alcoholic already, probably on ADHD meds. And she a damn, she, listen, I'm making a lot of judgments about the woman, even though I just know, man, they look innocent. They look like they are not dangerous, but she could have killed 50 people. Yeah, back, back. Uh, what about this one right here? She was out there drinking, smoking, straight West Coasting at the Wawa. Now her ass in the pokey. All right, what about this young woman here? Apparently here, these hoes winning? Maybe we'll do these hoes women. Are these hoes winning? Remember these hoes is winning about in the year 2020. 2021, they was like, these hoes winning. I was like, they ain't winning. How about this right here? This will be a quick one. I won't play the entire video. Uh, this woman's outside. She owns a business. She said some money's missing. Money missing in my business. How much money? $25,000. <laughs> So she's stressed out, chain smoking, calls the popo, and she said, I think one of my employees is stealing. All right, so let's take you to the scene of the crime. And, um, you know, there's a whole bunch going on here. 
And um, she said one of her employees showed up with a new car and a bunch of Fendi, Coach, and Prada bags, right? Louis Vuitton. And uh, they was like, all right, let's check them on the young lady. I'll give you a text, okay? Um, I'll check if they're at you today. Hello. Hey, Hi. how you doing? Good, I'm how are you? Catch Police Department. Yeah. The reason why I'm here today is because we got a call in reference to something. I was wondering if we could talk to you for a second, okay? Yeah, of course. Is there somewhere we can talk to her? If you want to talk privately, you can just go in the back. <clears throat> yeah, you can go ahead okay. show us. Oh, man. Boy, I tell you, man. I tell you. That would have been. Get him, daddy. I would have took her to the back and finished her off. I would have. Okay, daddy. I would have polished her off. <laughs> I would have polished that. Hold on. Let's go back. Oh, yeah. She would have got it down the gullet. Right down the gullet. Uh, but anyway. Mm. All right, let's continue here. She got an OnlyFans on the side. All right, here we go. Yeah, of course. Is there somewhere we can talk to her? If you want to talk privately, you can just go in the back. <clears throat> yeah, you can go ahead okay. and show us. <laughs> just like at the very back. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> Look at this one right here. This got to be Florida. Maybe she got a sugar daddy. Maybe she got a sugar daddy. So first question is, can you guess why we're here? Um, I was accused of stealing money at a party. That was it. Okay, well, uh, gotcha. yeah, <laughs> all right, I'm just going to read this out to you, all right? You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can will be used against you in court. You have the right to talk. All right, look, at she's stuck on stupid. All right, let's continue here. Let's, you got a couple of lies to tell. And move this girl's bag. I only paid her back because I didn't want anything to happen. Mm -hmm. I didn't want it to be put on me because I'm not that kind of person. And the way she was talking to me, like, it felt like it was going to be... Who was the she? Was it the manager or? No, it was. Yeah, she lying. Look at the body language telling me she making that shit up on the fly. All right, shoulders all up. Yep, she playing with her hands. All right, she turned into a baby all of a sudden. Get him, daddy. All right, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You lying, you lying. Let's take you down right here. What's going on here? Uh, they gotta go. We're just skipping ahead here. Uh, the woman who. What's going on with this dirty ass office? What kind of work environment is this? There's work hazards, fire hazards everywhere. Let's continue. Now one woman could clean up. All right, do you mind, do you mind uh, coming over here for me? Just to identify. That's not my person. Can I take a picture of you here? I already have all the pictures. This is going on in the report. Can you identify these bills? Wait one second. Do you see any J's so far? I have serial numbers Damn. of the other side. I gotta get the serial name. They peeling back hundies, man. Good lord, they peeling back hundies. Good lord. But I'll get you the serial. A little, you gotta, man. Okay, Caitlin, I need the serial numbers. No. All right. Okay. Um, All right. So the cop whispering around her. I'm, the cop is us. All right. The cop is us. Uh, whispering at her in the back. What you trying to make a deal with her? Uh, there she is. There, still stuck on stupid, and she definitely got her lips plumped up. You know what I mean? She definitely went to go get her lips plumped up. Goodness, they, she went overboard. Live supporting documentation. Make sure. No, that's not counterfeit money. What happened was the the woman in the blue dress marked the bills, and so now and took the serial number down, and then the girl start taking like I think she took like out of. A thousand, she took nine hundred, and she did this multiple times. She did this over weeks. So then the woman set her up, put the hundreds in the cash register, but took down the serial number and marked the bills. So then when they marked the bills, 
they could see that it came from the cash register. All right, here we go. Uh, can she have a seat for a minute? Of course. I just have a seat. Okay. There she is, boy. They winning too, huh? Yeah, you have your customers and stuff. Do I have to keep it quiet? Okay. That's that's this belong to you. The five dollars that was given to me from her. Okay. I have her money for coffee. The five singles. Oh, that's, that's nice. Let me grab some. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you want to press charges? Yes, I do. Damn. I added it up. It's several thousand dollars that's been going on. You're breaking my freaking heart. I have the documentation in my car. I wasn't prepared to turn it over because I was trying to rule it out. But I'll show you what I was preparing for my insurance company. Okay. Yeah, man, she got caught. Dude, I cannot hire. Dude, I can't hire women for some reason. I just listen. It's just, there it is. Just the integrity of this shit. Especially young women and attractive women. Don't matter sometimes. All right, what's your name? Yana. All right, Yana, do me a favor, stand up. She was in a bind. Yeah, she definitely. I could have fixed her bind. I mean, you know, she could have got a nose job with that money, but I could have fixed it her bind. I'm telling you. I'm in a bind, Nate. If she she could have called me, I could have fixed her bind. Okay, daddy. Yeah, but she didn't want me to fix her bind. Right now, you're going to be placed under arrest for theft, okay? Do me a favor, lift your hands. And up. so she got to go to the pokey. Hey, man, uh, $25,000 is not cheap, man. That's grand larceny at that point. Anything, I'll let them do that. Is that okay? Mm. 13, 1360? Does that sound right? Does that sound right, ma'am? 1360? Um, try to keep it. I have a ballpark of how much you do think. I have documentation here to show. I know. Go ahead and head north. Prayer to pick this up. Send you a picture of it. She's done that way. It gives her time to. Come on. All right, cool. Come on. Uh, what side am I going? Come on. Try to keep it away from, you know, the general public. So. Get in. Finish. Get in. You go, uh oh. Wait a minute. If she need help, let me know. She, I might I might not be able to fix his that bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. I might not be able to fix his the bind, but I might be able to get you out for a couple of days. <laughs> right. Okay, Daddy. Yeah, I might be able to uh this woman's definitely gonna be on seeking uh after she get bailed out. So be careful out here. I'm just letting you know. Uh, if she does need somebody to fix that bind, let me know. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right, man. <laughs> All right, anyway. Somebody says she too calm. Dude, she, she's a criminal. She is a criminal. She done this before. You're right. She too, way too calm to be in that situation. I would be flipping out. <laughs> All right, yo. Yep. And dude, what did I tell you about women and money? It goes right through their hand. They get money. They get 25K. You figure that's a come up? Slip right through their hands. All right. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Ninja's ready to bail her out already, man. Y'all some sucker MCs. Y'all some sucker MCs, man. Stay focused, man. Stay focused. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. Stay fo <laughs> Y'all trying to. So I said the cuffing stuff, man. Stay focused, man. Y'all out here trying to bail out criminals. Yeah, man. Yeah, she a criminal. They be out here doing shit and you be like, no, not her. Then you marry him up. Then they out there picking your pockets. It's crazy. She definitely going to be on OnlyFans. Uh, we got a couple more, and let's get into the main event. Has Space Will Travel says, I'm popular. You can't arrest me. <laughs> That's what she said, right? I'm popular. I'm the captain of the soccer team. How dare you arrest me? I'm captain. <laughs> Somebody said I would have pulled out the snake. Yep, snake with a black snake moan would have came through. 
All right, and, and then she would have won her case. He was like, she hit me, he hit me with the black snake moan. All right, and then I would have said, okay. But they are not innocent out here. Let me see what we got. Macaroni Tony, even outside of America, the powder was huge. The coca, coca Leros, the coca Leros in South America could work long hours in the field because they got it pure from the leaf. Yeah, if you study coca, coca, I actually saw a video um, and an interesting thing. Coca been big for uh, many, many centuries. I mean, people was on coca like crazy. The natives, the, Ch the Chinese, um, it don't matter. It don't matter. People was on coca big for, for centuries. Like, that's how they got shit done. Ninjas probably built the beer mill on coca. All right. <laughs> coca been the big thing for a long time. All right. And it been the pure, uncut, raw. Ninjas get it. <laughs> right. Native Americans sitting around here. That's why they never built shit and got their country took over because they was just chewing it. Ninjas, they would, they would take it and chew it. Be on it all day. Like it was the miracle drug. It was like the, it wasn't even a drug. It was just a miracle thing to do. It would be similar to like, what would be synonymous to it today? Let me, let me take, um, somebody saying no, no. Okay. All right. They were lying then. Um, um, what was I going to say? Um, oh, what would be a mirror? Like, um, like, um, what is all energy drinks? Five hour, five hour, five hour energy, five hour energy, right? It would be similar to, Hey man, you got to take some five hour energy. You can stay up like Adderall. It'll keep you focused. Right. And it's legal. Imagine it's legal and nobody has a stigma except your teeth fall out. Coffee would be another one. Coffee's such a miracle drug. I cannot. Yeah, coffee's a good one. Coffee would be a good one. Coffee today, because, you know, caffeine is a drug. It's legitimately a drug. But imagine like 200 years from now, they ban coffee, right? Mm. Like they ban coffee. They ban espresso. And you'd be like 200 years. You'd be like, they really ban espresso? People was bugging. All right. But coffee, people say, I cannot do anything until I have my coffee. All right. Now, it's not as lethal as uh, the, the coca, but that's how people use coca. That's how they did it. They get it, put it up on it, and they go to work. It was like, give me, let, me get, let me get a leaf real quick. That's how they did it. And that was worldwide. This was worldwide. Now, it wasn't until later on when the cartello got a hold of it. Red Bull. Yeah, Red Bull and five-hour energy is what it is. Sugar, another one, yeah. White death. But coca did not have a bad stigma to it for a long time. Long time. All right, anyway. Yeah, Nick, well, is Nick, nicotine's legal, legal too. I guess it's legal as well. Yeah. Like people that smoke cigarettes. I got to have me a cigarette. <laughs> they let you smoke it. I need my... Oh, I to have my cigarette. Yeah. Imagine years from now, they just illegalize that shit. They'd be like, nobody can have any nicotine. It would be weird for us. We'd be like, really? It's just, it's just nicotine. <laughs> All right, anyway, man. Uh, shout out to UG says, during World War III, the bombs may come, the invasions, the explosions, and total bedlam. When I'm watching the stream to the end, I certainly hope I never tune in and see only your chair sitting there but you not sitting in it, then I'll know it's over. <laughs> exactly. Because you know, 
because you know I'm going to have the stream going even though there's bombs over Baghdad. Somebody says, uh, I just found out that Canada uh, Canada is allowing companies to produce their own coca. I posted it on your locals. Yeah, I mean, I mean you still have coca. He produced Coca-Cola. Still has, um, still has coca come through their doors or through their manufacturing. Now, they don't put it in, well, allegedly, they don't put it in their drink anymore. But they still have, if you study Coca-Cola, right? Coca-Cola is a billion-dollar industry. In fact, there's no, if you, if you think of top 10 co- companies in the world, Coca-Cola's up there. Like, Coca-Cola is the company. Now, you have to think about it and be like, who drinks Coke? <laughs> right? Like, how are they still at the top? Well, you got to study. They do more than Coca-Cola. Like, they do sell more than that. Like, they have their off-brands and their water, or Dasani, or whatever they do. They have their off-brands. But they also are still heavily, they still get shipments of coca leaf. Like, they have companies, an off-company, a shell company, that still is involved in the production of coca leaf and the, trans, the transportation of coca leaf. Look it up. Shout out to the... Um, Shout out to Coca-Cola in the building. He says they are, yeah, they have subsidiaries. They got chips. You know, 7-Eleven basically, basically is, um, basically all their shit is through like one subsidiary that owns all of the brands. Like you think there's like 50 different brands of shit in 7-Eleven. There's really only two or three. Same thing as Costco. Same thing as Sam Club. Right? Do you think there's like 50 different companies with all their shit in there? It's really only two or three. <laughs> right? It's really like Coke and somebody else and Lay's and somebody, but they produce the candy. They produce all the candy and the chips and the drinks. So you go to the drink area, it's really only two different companies that have all them drinks in it. <laughs> right? Right? There's two different beer companies and two different um, drink companies. Right? Regular drinks. The water, the Gatorade. And the, the, the sodas, they all under one company and shit, <laughs> right? Same thing as when you go to a restaurant and you be like, you have Sprite. They'd be like, nah, but we got Sierra Mist. That tells you right there. They don't have Coke products. They have Pepsi products. Yeah, Nestle. So you kind of figure out real fast that, you know, same thing with television. Same things with news. It's really only five or six companies and they mass push out all the information. I mean, it's... <laughs> right. So Macaroni Tony man, says uh, that Hen's dad had to use the saying, I can fix mess-ups, but I can't fix F-ups. Indeed. Shout out to you. All right, let's see if we can get on with the show because this is, should be a short one. Hodge says, Joe and Mystical said it a long time ago. I could tell you lying because... When you be crying, stutter, stutter, stutter. I can tell you lying because when you be crying, for sure. All right. All right. Somebody says, CJ. <laughs> yeah, I also have, I also have many channels under the Coach Greg Adams banner. He said, just say BlackRock. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. Oh, boy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. But uh, yeah, man, the Monopoly is big, man. Monopoly is big, and this ain't no game out here. 
All right, shout out to Denaro Tranquillo says, I work in healthcare and it amazes me how often XXs of all ages present with anxiety and depression and how often they feign illnesses. It's exhausting. Shout out to the people in work in healthcare. I've exposed that a long time ago. I don't believe, uh, and actually I showed you articles about the amount of young people coming in with depression and anxiety. Now, in my opinion, this is an opinion. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I think these kids are dodging accountability like 98% of the time. There are some kids that are depressed and they got some depressing circumstances. However, most of these kids come from mostly uh, privileged worlds. They're not coming from like the hood where they've been touched up by their daddy and their uncle and beat and malnourished and shit like that checking into the hospital. It's mostly some kid that don't want to go to school, throwing a fit, holding a breath. <laughs> it ain't no ninja playing football to uh, risking CTE and they shooting outside the stadium. And, and, and this kid got a struggle. He got a single mother hooked on crack. He ain't checking in the hospital. Like the real people who got real issues ain't checking in the hospital and shit. It's normally some privileged kids. This is just an opinion, but that probably shit is based on facts. <laughs> right? I'm just letting you know. It ain't no people going through some real damn poverty where their parents are immigrants and crawled under the damn wall and then brought the family in a the, in the, in the damn coyote truck. And now they living in East LA struggling. It ain't them kids. It's the soccer captains and shit. It's the kids that don't want to do their homework. It's the kids that don't want to go to school. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know, man. Don't, like, kill me with all that noise. Kill me with all that noise about depression is real. Dude. The people who really need the help, the people who really need the help ain't getting the help. Trust me. And the, the kids that's running up in there asking for the help, they on some other shit. They're they not depressed. They're trying to dodge some accountability or they, they're trying to get out of doing homework or they're trying, trying to leverage themselves, parent shop. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's what it normally is. So I'm not buying it. I'm not buying the numbers. I'm not buying into the, the belief system. It, it's some privilege shit. It's first world problems, for real. Anyway, now, once they get put on the head meds, I guarantee you that's when the crazy shit gonna start, Right? So now when they take the head meds and mess them up with these goofy-ass kids, now you're going to have some people depressed because now the brain chemistry is being fornicated with. But this is just an opinion. All right, do, is, do, do, it, do with that information as you wish. Hate me now. Hate me now. I don't give a damn. But <laughs> this is what I believe, and I can show you that that's probably true. Here we go right here. All right. Anyway, John Beatty says, hey, coaches, a little something on your books. And I'm going to pass it on to, you know, who I'm going to have to pass. Sorry, man. Listen, you know, I got to do what I got to do. I, I know what I'm going to do for the money on the books. Uh, Sorry, fam. I'm taking it to I'm taking it straight to my I'm tra taking it straight to my Latina. Get him, daddy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. But uh, anyway. Rational rationality says most therapists are depressed themselves. Exactly. I mean, once you know that, listen, I went to college. I went to college. I would not even go to the psych department because they cuckoo over there. Cuckoo. And if you've never been to a psychology department at a university. New, 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 new world order. 
allegedly. Just go to the psych department. Like, go, go to a college campus. Now, go to every other college. Go to the kinesiology. Go to the phys ed. Go to the child development. Go to the uh, history department. Go to the sociology. Some sociology is probably close. Go to the math department, the computer science. Then go to the psychology department. Then just, listen, I took psychology courses. I took psychology from a dude that I knew was on drugs. I was like, this ninja owned drugs. The teacher. <laughs> and all of the little flunkies and all of the little interns and everybody standing in there in corduroy pants and big ass sweaters and all of them, they, they be on some shit, man. It's a goofball. Like, yo, fam, yo. New, 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 new world order. I'm going to listen to these people. Now, these people later on will put on some glasses and put on the, uh, put their degree on the wall from the California Berserkly, and they'll put their little rock thing with the water going through it and act like they smarter than me. I was like, I remember you in college, fam. <laughs> now you trying to get me straight. Uh-uh. Give me your damn... Give me your damn, give me your paperwork. I want to see your transcript. Let me see your blood test. Man, please. All right, I remember, fam, but anyway. Try to try to tell me something. You're going to try to tell me something about life. And your life is a goddamn cluster F. But let's get to this. <laughs> they de they've been depressed since they was five, and they want to tell me about something. All right, please. All right, last person I'm going to listen to is... Anybody from the psych department. I mean, I, they don't hold. I know there's shout out to the people who are counselors and shit, but y'all don't hold no leverage over me. I mean, it's hard to listen to y'all. It's hard to even take y'all serious. <laughs> it's hard to, and oh, I'm going to just tell you, I did not only work in college, actually worked on college campuses for 15 years. I know the psych teachers. I know them. I've been to their, I've had my, basketball players and athletes in their classes most of the time they was on some trippy shit they was tripping most of the time they were the weirdest professors now all the professors are pretty weird on the college campus but those were the weirdos professors you'd be like damn what what do they teach oh they're a psych department oh yeah <laughs> of course anyway so don't, don't challenge me on it as if I don't know. They be weirdos, but it is what it is. And then got the nerve to want to sit me down. Hey, here you go. Answer this 100 questions. Man, take your damn 100 questions somewhere else. Want your damn 100 questions. Like, I'm a, like I came here to answer 100 questions on a Scantron. Take that shit to the stove. <laughs> Hell with your questions. Anyway. If you need help, go go find help. But to me, it's a big grift. All right, I'm not sold. I've, I've seen too many people. I've seen too much. I'm not sold. All right, anyway, it's going to be a hard sell for me just to let you know. All right, I've seen too much. But if you need therapy and it's worked for you, fine. All right. <laughs> Professor Lecter. All right, but some of them, you're going to have to hard sell me on how good of a person you are, and I'm going to have to, you have to tell me, uh, how what it is before I even listen to you. But let's get into the key to love and marriage. The keys to love and marriage. Um, here it is right here. The keys to love and marriage. What are the keys to love and marriage? Well, remember I titled this stream. These two keys is what make love and marriage and romance work. And if you 
if you, in fact, do these things, you can make love and marriage work. This guy, this doctor, this doctor is going to tell us. And if you wonder why you're not good at love and marriage, you probably, you probably, it will make sense for you when you realize the two keys to make love and marriage work. It's going to make sense. This is the main event. Yes, this is the main event. If you've ever struggled to make love and marriage work, this is going to make sense. Ladies, are you listening? Ladies, are there ladies here? Are there ladies here? Where are you guys at? Ladies, I know you've been waiting, listening to this show. Finally, coach is going to say it. He believes in love. Do you believe in love after love? All right. Here it is. I got to give y'all ready for this. Y'all ready for now, this? Now, if you haven't been able to make love and marriage work, this is going to make sense to you because these two keys are the keys to make it work. All right, here we go. Are we ready? Ladies, are you ready? There's like five of you in here. I'm going to tell you. Oh, they here. There's Lonnie. We got, uh, we got uh, our other sister in here. She was here. Sunshine. Mm. You throw it up in the air. I bet you is. Look like sunshine. All right, take these notes. These are the two keys to make love and marriage work. All right, let's take it to this guy right here. He's going to tell us. And, oh, he's been married for 38 years. He's been married for 38 years. So he knows. And I listen to him. He's absolutely right. And he actually, it proves why I'm not good at love at marriage. I know I'm, I'm long struck you. Hi, daddy. Hi, baby. Hi, baby, sunshine. Hello. Hello. Throw her up in the air. I see you in there. She like, hi, daddy. Yeah. Okay, daddy. Come on through. Come on through after this. She's here. Come on through, sunshine. She said, hi, daddy. Okay, daddy. Indeed. I know I'm long stroking you. I'm long stroking you. The two keys to make love and marriage work. Here we go right here. This guy's going to tell us. He's a doctor. Listen carefully, and we'll go and dissect what he's saying here. Listen carefully. If you cannot tolerate the following things, don't get married. Number one, if you cannot control your anger, your temper, don't get married. If you cannot tell you, tolerate stupidity, don't get married. If you cannot say sorry even when you are right, don't get married. Marriage, I've been married for 35, 38 years. Falling in love is common sense leaving your brain. It takes stupidity and tolerance to remain married. Those who are too smart, like Bill Gates and Melinda, they don't remain married. Most Nobel Prize winners and very intelligent people don't maintain one relationship. It takes some level of stupidity to remain married. I've been stupid for 38 years. I'm your friend, Dr. Charles Apoki. God bless you. I knew it would make sense. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. You got to be stupid. <laughs> listen. Key number one. Let's listen. <laughs> Key number one. To make love and marriage work. Is stupidity. Hello. Let them know. I knew it. I, I'm just telling you. That is a number one requirement. Stupid. You got to be 
flat out stupid. <laughs> okay. Doc is cracking the code. Shout out to the Doc, Bretta. Key number one, stupidity. <laughs> now it make. remember I told you, this is why men can't make love and marriage work. Yeah, and he's showing his teeth too. He was showing his teeth. You got to be stupid to make this shit work. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I've been trying to hint at this for a long time. So in order to get this thing down, I'm going to get a little bit lighter here. And he's got 38 years in the game. You need to be flat out stupid to make it work. Love is intelligence leaving the brain. Love is intelligence. I'm going to let him, I'm going to play it again. Number two, you got to be tolerant. You got to put up with bullshit. If you combine those two and you're looking for love and to make marriage work, stupidity and tolerance are the two keys to make it work. Love and happiness. If you're too intelligent, it won't work. If you're too intelligent, he said an intelligent person and two intelligent people can't make it work. It ain't going to work because you got to be stupid. <laughs> I'm going to let him play it again. And he dead right. I know people think it's a joke and he's showing his teeth. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. He said, what was number one? Stupidity and tolerance. Those are the two keys to make love and marriage work. And when you think of that, the shit makes sense. There it is. You got to be tolerant, meaning uh, you got to put up with. Let, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and let him say it again. Ninja showing his teeth. Yes, indeed. Niggas always gotta show they that explains it, right? That Dude, remember the, the part of the show, it says why men can't make it work. Why men can't make love and marriage work. It's because you got to be flat out stupid and have tolerance for bullshit to make it work. Let's go back here. Look at his teeth. And he dead right. You know he right. All right, let's play it again. If you cannot tolerate the following things, don't get married. Tolerate. Tolerance. If you can't tolerate these things, don't get married. Number one, what? if you cannot control your anger, okay. your temper, don't get married. All right. Well, listen, a lot of y'all can't get married. If you cannot tell you, tolerate stupidity, don't get married. Yeah. So you already know is everything's going to be illogical. It's not going to make sense. You're going to have to deal with stupidity. Let's continue. If you cannot say sorry, even when you are right, don't get married. See, you want to make sense of every argument. You want to win every argument. You can't say sorry, even when you're right. Don't get married. Marriage, I've been married for 35, 38 years. Falling in love is common sense leaving your brain. I've been telling you that falling in love is common sense leaving your brain. Falling in love is common sense leaving your brain. And I've been making that point. I've been telling you, when you're in love, you're going to do stupid shit that when you come out of the love stupor, you're going to say, why would I do that? In fact, you would never do it. And in fact, the things you would do for a person you love, you wouldn't even do for your brother or your sister. Obviously, you take the romance and the sex out of it. But you wouldn't even have a joint bank account with your sister. Like if your sister said, hey, let's have a joint bank account. You've known your sister all your life. And you will say, hell no. Nah. 
mm-hmm. be like, what? But you meet this woman, you fall in love, and your dumb ass put your money co-mingled in the bank. You see what I mean? See, love will make you do stupid shit. Common sense leaving your brain. Oh, it makes sense. I'm in love with her. Let's put our money together. You ain't know that person more than a year or two. But you wouldn't do that with your brother. Your brother comes in, let's put our money together in the bank. You'd be like, hell no. You see? That's, that, that's the common sense leaving your brain. I've been saying that on this podcast for years. I'm like, it makes you do shit that when you fall out of love, you fight in court over it. All of it. The woman puts down no money on the house, no down payment, no nothing. You put her ass on the title. Why? Well, she's my wife. And? Well, something might happen if I die, she'll get the property. What? (laughs) It makes no sense. She don't need to be on the title. Well, she is my wife. Put your brother on the title. Hell no. Put your mama on the title of the house. What? You wouldn't do it. See what I mean? It's common sense leaving your brain. Then afterward, you come out of the stupor. Now you got to untangle all the stupid shit that you did. Let's continue. Falling in love is common sense leaving your brain. Let's continue. So when people ask, well, what about love? There you go. So when you come become stupid, that's what you're asking me. When I become stupid, what about when I want to become stupid? What about when I don't want to have common sense? There's your argument right there. Uh, Let's continue. It takes stupidity and tolerance to remain married. Love it. Remember, these are the two keys to make love and marriage work. Stupidity and tolerance. Guys, if you don't have both of these, don't even think about marriage. If you don't have, if you only have one and not the other, don't think about marriage. You need both working together. And then when the love wears off, you need to remain stupid. Like you can't leave, you stuck on stupid. <laughs> I'll play the whole video through again. Those who are too smart, like Bill Gates and Melinda, they don't remain married. If you're too smart, it don't make sense. You smarten up and you go, why am I doing this? Once you smarten up, and don't let both of y'all smarten up, y'all go skedaddle. Most Nobel Prize winners and very intelligent people don't maintain one relationship. Most intel... Guys, hold on for a second. What? Most intelligent people do not maintain one relationship. Brother. Brother, he a doctor too. A witch doctor though. Most intelligent. Are you getting this? You guys should be taking notes. Of course, them red pill guys. He hitting a home run. Most intelligent people do not maintain one relationship. Uh, help me, Lord. This, this right here. Dude, what more do you need, guys? Stop arguing and fighting it. Accept it. Bretta, tell this guy. Most intelligent people do not maintain one relationship. Here we go. It takes some level of stupidity to remain married. (laughs) It takes, oh, I love it. It takes some level of stupidity to remain married. 
it will all make sense. It makes sense now, don't it? So you've been trying to figure it out. And yeah, this is the African CGA. Yeah, this is the African CGA. And it's sad but true. You've been trying to figure out, well, what's wrong? What's, why can't I make this work? Well, you're not stupid enough. You're not tolerant enough. You don't, I don't like bullshit. I can't put up with the bullshit. So marriage is not suited for me. Listen, you're not a bad person. It doesn't make you bad. I just don't like bullshit. And I'm not going to play the game. No, I'm not going to play your little game. No, no more bullshit. Can't be married then. Can't be married. The African CGA. Let me let him finish it, and I'll let the video roll again just so you can see it uninterrupted, and then we're going to get out of here with Super Chats. I've been stupid for 38 years. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I had to pause it. I've been stupid for 38 years. Let them know, Doc. Let them know. You like girls. You like rotations. You like multiple women. Don't feel bad. There's nothing wrong with you. You're just not stupid. All right, let's play it all the way through. I'm your friend, Dr. Charles Apoki. God bless you. If you cannot tolerate the following things, don't get married. Number one, if you cannot control your anger, your temper, don't get married. If you cannot tell you, tolerate stupidity, don't get married. If you cannot say sorry even when you are right, don't get married. Marriage, I've been married for 35, 38 years. Falling in love is common sense leaving your brain. It takes stupidity and tolerance to remain married. Those who are too smart, like Bill Gates and Melinda, they don't remain married. Most Nobel Prize winners and very intelligent people don't maintain one relationship. It takes some level of stupidity to remain married. I've been stupid for 38 years. Niggas always gotta show they Hey, man, give him a round of applause. Give him a round of applause. He nailed it. He nailed it. He nailed it. I told you. <laughs> we on the dark side, if you didn't know. Dark side, stand up. Dark side. <laughs> the dark side now makes more sense, doesn't it? When we say all men pay, it's because we're thinking smart, not stupid. Right? All men pay. Nope, the stupid ninjas come in. Man, shout out to the doc. And that's you. He will make it. <laughs> he will make it make sense. Hey, it ain't that hard to tell. I excel, then prevail. Come on, man. Yo, man, don't outthink this shit. You just ain't dumb enough to make this marriage, marriage and love work. You ain't dumb enough. You too smart for this shit. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to our boy JC with the sponsorship going out. I'm JC says, took a screenshot of my Mastodon debit card after she went into hibernation. Now I'm testing it out on Super Chats because I try. He says, before I try for that 9-11, also, I never maintained a single relationship, free agent lifestyle, foe, life. Shout out to you. Rational Rationality says, there was a therapist in Charlotte, Deborah Downer. Deborah Downer. Yeah. They never look excited about life, do they? Maryland guy got a PayPal in the building. He says, Maryland guy coach seeing that girl arrested for DUI with music to my ears. He says, I've seen way too many times. Pretty young Kaylee's weasel their way out of bad situations. And, of course, they never learn, do they? Maryland guy also 
sends an additional one, and he says, uh, Logan Paul is a prime example of being stupid with love, and she's looking at it like she won the lottery. Yep, and she's the only, uh, Logan Paul's the only man that was going to marry her, right? And so she's like, I better cash in now, age 31, cashing in. He's stupid enough to believe this. Let's go ahead and do it. We got our man, no government name, says facts on married life as a man. Sometimes you're just too smart for it. And don't be ashamed. And shout out to my married men out here. We don't mean no harm. We don't mean no harm. There's a lot of married men that follow us. They like this ninja. Oh, my goodness. CGA, y'all here calling me stupid. (laughs) All right. Juco ran up your credit card. All right. Shout out to uh, ZV says y'all behind Coke. Ain't got nothing on Adderall. What's up for the weekend already? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Adderall. Man, Adderall is that. Dude, Adderall is the cheat code. I'm not telling you to do it. But a lot of upper people, uh, they do that Adderall, right? Uh, It was said that allegedly golfers like Tiger Woods, I'm not saying he did it, but they say they, they, they get on Adderall when they hit the golf course. Now, it makes sense. Because when I'm on a golf course, I lose focus after about three or four holes, right? I lose complete focus. There ain't no way I'm focusing for 18 holes, three hours, right? So the Adderall is a cheat code, and it's legal, and it gets you to be able to focus intent. Um, also, people who take testes, um, white suburban kids, if you will, or privileged kids. Let's, let's, let's just say privileged kids. Privileged kids be doing Adderall before they take the test, right? And so that's a cheat code. You don't know, man, the suburban people, the suburban people, um, the suburban people got y'all beat by a mile. The Wall Street people, the Wall Street people, they be doing Adderall to be looking at them damn numbers all day on the screen. Some people that you work with, that they, they hardcore producers, all right? They hardcore producers and they make money and killing in sales. They be on Adderall, right? They be on Adderall, super, super driven focus. Yep, Formula One drivers. But y'all don't want to know, man. Y'all don't want to know. Y'all don't know, man. That's what's separating because you be like, man, how do they how do they sit there and take that test? On test day, they be taking that Adderall and they be focused on that test, hyper-focus. It makes you lock in. It makes you lock in. It makes you want to grind and work and read all the questions. Now, me, I'm sitting over here just all lazy and lethargic. They be ready for the test. I'm sitting there like I can't even. It's a, it's, it's a cheat code. It's a cheat code. Most, of, most things that are done by... People, they might be on some extra shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, somebody says it. So, uh, yeah, it gets you dialed in. It get, now, listen, I'm not telling you to do it. I'm not telling you to do it. I'm not telling you to try it and, and get the cheat code. I'm just telling you. People do this, and then you wonder what's separating people from the next. Sometimes it could be as much as that. And But the problem is, the problem is, let's just say they start doing this in their college days or their high school days. They take the SAT, it's a breeze, and then they get hooked, all right? And they're like, oh, I need it, I need it. They become dependent on it. Now, by the time they hit 35, they're going to crash. They're going to crash out, right? So their life is going to be a mess. Then they'll end up going to other things or they'll get another vice hooker. They'll become an addict, right? And then all of a sudden, you'll see them crash out. Uh, Tiger Woods kind of, I'm not saying he's doing it. I'm saying just allegedly, you're seeing what's happening later on. He's crashing out. Like, he losing control. Like, stuff is just, he becomes addicted to pain meds and shit like that, right? Well, it was helping you up front. 
But then, boom. Yeah, musicians. Guys got to watch out for shit like that, right? Everything has a downside. Don't think, don't think that, yeah, they end up in rehab in their 30s after they hit Wall Street and make $500,000 a year, right? At some point, it's going to catch up. It's going to catch up. So nothing is the, the same thing with Coca. People who used it in the past, you know, and put it up under their tongue, they, they crashed out too, right? Lost their family and everything. So don't do, don't do it. I'm just telling you. But people use it as a cheat code. Uh, anyway, what we got here. I do not encourage, yes, Lee, okay. I do not encourage the use of, of drug use. So don't, don't be out here like CGA said, because I, I got a big following, right? So ninjas be like, Adderall, you say? Ninjas be taking a high school test. I do not. Support the use. I'm just telling you, people use it and they become successful, but later on, it's a negative effect. I do not encourage the use of any drug use. I'm anti-drugs. I'm straight, I'm straight edge. I'm straight edge. Um, <laughs> I do, uh, anyway. Uh, yes, disclaimer. Disc- I have to say that. Anyway. It says you'll be sensitive to light, though. High beams hurt. Yeah, there you go. NASCAR driver AJ Almondiger got suspended for Adderall. Okay, so you're saying race car drive. It makes sense. You're, you're, you're driving left turns all day, 300 laps. Yeah, 300 laps. I don't think I could sit through that. <laughs> I don't think I could sit through that without any drugs. I'm like, do this, and every weekend, then I'm at Talladega this weekend, and then I'm at the raceway, Somewhere in Pasadena, I every weekend I'm gonna be driving in circles. I might need some. <laughs> right. Anyway, all right. Paul says, Coach, uh, I love how any women we see in trouble, we're ready to throw a couple of dollars her way to get a little nookie to help her out. <laughs> I know we're weak. We all have sinned. We all have sinned, guys. Lord have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. Yeah. We must. We all have stay sin, focused. man. Little girl, little girl. Oh, baby, you in trouble? All right, uh, let's let's throw you a couple of dollars. I I think I can help a girl out. She, I can fix his your bind. I'm in a bind, name. Yeah, we let's fix his all the little girls' binds out here. Get him, daddy. And then they end up chopping us up. All right, look, I think I got everybody. And uh, listen, I want to keep it short and sweet today because I've been going ham on these live streams, and I want to be able to make it to the weekend. Uh, in good spirit, so I'm not fully fatigued. Did I get Maryland guy? I got yours. All right, got yours. Shout out to ZV as well. I can't pronounce your name, but he says y'all behind. Yeah, man. I don't support the use. Shout out to Schedule P. I met a therapist who referred to herself as a healer. She was a pro black and into crystals and astrology. You might want a therapist, but you get a witch. <laughs> oh damn. Yeah, dude. They be all over the place, man. Oh, I still got this girl on my screen. I was going to fix this her bond. Shout out to the coach gang. Thank you for the support. We're going to be back tomorrow. Tomorrow, ninjas. Peace.